What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome back to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth, yours truly. The notorious one, new, 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 new a.k.a. Mr. Coach Aliti, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus. Welcome back to the Desert Storm Bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy, also known as the whole effing show. The CEO, Negro of Fixes Minds LLC, the undebatable, the unbinder, the speaker of truth, also known as Senor Gregorio Gray, uh, Graybeard. And the ladies love to call me Third Leg Greg Daddy. Yes, indeed. Get him, Daddy. Also, the chocolate of Confucius. None other than the Black Moses, the Deliverer. The Deliverer, you did, you been delivered. The man with more nicknames than anyone in the game. Yours truly, CGA. See God Allah. And I be the 10 time to monetize. Champion of YouTube. And I don't have a yob. We are here on Tuesday. Yes, indeed, Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. We love Tuesdays because it's our day. It's our day to bring in our gordita. It's Taco Tuesday, and it is the best day to bring in your gordita. All right, shout out to San Antonio, Fresno, Santa Ana. All right, everywhere in between Phoenix, Tucson, New Mexico. Albuquerque, shout out to my gorditas, and even in South Bronx, Ninja, we showed you South Bronx got gordita Supremes. They got gord, they got um, they got uh, they got Godzilla gorditas out in South Bronx, and we showed you the evidence. Ninjas in New York is like not our gorditas, not the Puerto Ricans, but the gorditas out there. Shout out to the gorditas on a slow Tuesday. As a matter of fact. Let's celebrate. Look at this one right here. Let's celebrate. Check this out. Let's turn the music down real quick. We got to turn the music down. Take a look at this. Hello, mommy. Mamacita, all four foot eight, two. And the ninja in the behind her, four foot seven. Yikes. Oh, she got that belly deli. Oh, she got the fupa prank going crazy. Look at them tiny legs. Looking like a whole butterball turkey. Come, come fix me something, baby. Oh, I bet you she nasty, too. This one. Oh, she nasty with them soggy. Oh, she's super soggy, too. Come get it. Let me at her. Let me at her. Ninja, I got that one. Get, hey, she mine for the day. She mine tonight, Ninja. This woman's a go, oh, man. She about to have a whole bunch of my babies, Ninja. Oh, the humanity. She about to have a bunch of my babies. Sorry, she going to get knocked up so, for sure. I won't even have to kiss her and knock her up. She getting nice and juicy and soft and wet. And let's go back to our original gordita. All right, our favorite, what's your body count, gorda? All right, chicken torta. What's the question? What's your body count? What? What's your body count? Body count? 260, I'm not going to lie. No, not your, your body count. What do you mean? How many... Three, 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 three. Oh no, she's way more lightweight than I am. Ma'am, how many bodies have you had sex with? 
Oh, no, I can't count that. <laughs> no? Oh. No, I cannot. Oh. <laughs> Let's just say it's more than the 10 fingers. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the humanity. And look at they laughing and sniggling, showing teeth. More than the 10 fingers, Ninja. She got more body count than most of you virgin incels out here because she's a good old 260, not gonna lie, Tuesday gordita. Hello, baby. Hey, man, let me at her. Let me at her with them glasses on. I'll do something with them glasses. All right, but uh, let's take you to the cartello chicas, man. Just so you know, man. Hey, man, we ain't making fun of them because these cartello chicas down in Caviate. No, this is Colombia. Colombia. All right, look at these chicas out here, Ninja. You want to mess around, Ninja, and clown around. These some originals out here. Hello. BBL gorditas, all right? They get their hair done at the salon, all right? They will cut your neck, Ninja. They will slice your throat. And look at Ranchero Poppy up in there keeping his hoes in line, all right? The cartel of gorditas, all right? Oh, man, these girls right here. All right, boy, oh, boy, Ninja. Ninja, you will get a Colombian necktie messing around. Uh-oh, you see him? You see the security? Ranchero Poppy was in the building. Hey, Ninja, do not come in there slipping, Ninja. You guys got to know, man. You will get the Colombian necktie. You mess around with them ninjas and they coca. All right, anyway. <laughs> Shout out to everybody on a Tuesday. Hey, listen, listen, listen. I appreciate you being here to the greatest edutainment here on YouTube. This is no longer the best edutainment on YouTube. This is the greatest edutainment on YouTube. We got a great show for you lined up today. The main event topic, are older women really as bad as the red pill space makes them out to be? We're going to talk about that, and we have an older woman here to represent. She's going to talk about the older women over 35 into their 40s. She's going to say, Ninja, we ain't that bad. We actually good. She basically said, and that's you. All right. And so we're going to talk about that. We're going to break it down and what this wall talk is all about. Cause you know what, what it sounds like is we're just throwing all the older women into the water, right? Ah, oh, these women, older women, they're suck. They sloppy yogurt. They soggy. All right. But we're going to talk about it, break it down, perhaps play a little prime and decline. I do have a deadline of 12 o'clock. Uh, I have an important thing that is happening here at noon. So I got to make sure I break it off, but we're going to have some fun. We got Brad Pitt getting dissed by his daughter. Brad Pitt getting dissed by his daughter for you legacy ninjas. Peep game. We got Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We're going to talk about the loneliness epidemic by the World Health Organization. New, 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 new world the, the loneliness. Th there's a loneliness epidemic coming up right here. We're going to talk about socially awkward people. We're going to talk about daddy energy. Daddy. All right. We're going to talk about a couple of young ladies. Going to talk about that daddy energy. Daddy. All right. And all of that and much, much more. But do me a favor. Hit the like button for the greatest entertainment here on YouTube. And to contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app. Bimmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the notorious new, 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 new CGA order. channel. Let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. Thank you for joining me. Hit the like button. It's much appreciated. We had about almost 3000 cumulatively in last night's stream or yesterday's stream. So I appreciate all of those people being here. And also, I just want to remind you, we are live on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, the flagship, well, the second flagship channel, the Coach Greg Adams. If, you, if you're new here, that is my main channel. I know, I'll put more clips on there. All right, Ninja be working crazy. My editor is about to get rehired. All right, Ninja, but he gonna have to, it's gonna be working overtime, Ninja. All right, but um, 
The Coach Greg Adams channel is the flagship channel, but we are live on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We are simulcasting on the Notorious CGA channel. Not only that, we're on fakebook.com, the fakest place on earth. We're also on Twitch, Twitter, live right now, Rumble, and uh, we will have the playback on the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all of these things we worldwide internationally known for Frisco to Maine all the way to Spain. We will continue doing it. And I appreciate everybody being here and all the contributors, man. It means a lot to me. It means a lot. Anyway, Ninja, let's get back to this wreck. All right, shout out to our brother, Albert Wesker. He says, old XXs often want others to fix mistakes that they made. Yes, I like that. Older women often want others to fix the mistakes they made. Maybe overlook them. Maybe overlook them. All right, they're going to talk about that. We'll talk about that. Freeman says, Coach, are you familiar with the nonfiction book, Debt? The first 5,000 years, it provides numerous examples of transactional relationships. Women used as currency and men paying blood debts for interactions with women. Uh-oh, my goodness. I got money. Yeah, women were property, man. Women were property for a long time. So we see that. It was only for a short time in our history that women were not considered property. But we're having them become property again to the date thanks to the monetized dating marketplace and the crash of the economy economy. But I'm going to read that book. Thank you for the suggestion. I'm going to order it and read it here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we live in a new world, but the old world is coming back. New, 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 new world order. All right. Women were property and uh, all relationships were transactional back then. And even today, it's even greater. Daniel McGee says, save yourself. Don't be a woman's retirement plan, free agent lifestyle for life. Yeah. AC says question uh, off the dogs in Kaylee article. When the aliens come down, how long when XXs start smashing ET? And he says the Pareto principle will be 95.5 and aliens. Hey, I'm going to tell you a theory that I've had. I'm going to tell you a theory that I've had. I'm, I'm letting you in on something here. I believe it because people ask me, do I believe in aliens? And I'm like, sort of, kind of, you know what I mean? It could be possible. I don't have a stark belief. I don't, I'm not like, yes, they're out there. We're not alone. And I'm also like, well, I'm not, I'm not on the opposite end, but like, no, it's impossible. Ninja, the universe is very big. Now, what do the aliens look like? I have no idea. But if there are aliens, I've already think they've already made it with women. I think women have already made it. I think we've already jump that shark we just don't know it yet like there's a species around here there's a race of human being there's a gent there's somebody they're already mixed alien i mean how can how else can you explain what's going on here i'm just letting you know i think they've already made it successfully (laughs) it's just a theory it wouldn't surprise me the way people be acting up look at that some of you goofy ass ninjas All right, looking at some of these cockeyed ass ninjas and these goofy knock kneed ass women. Like if you look at the movie Men in Black, like how people are all messed up. Yeah, I be thinking they smashed aliens already. I just Mm. (laughs) looking at some of these people taking over the world. You know what I mean? New, 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 new world order. Hey, it's plausible. It's plausible. It's probable. Can't prove it, though. I mean. It would not surprise me. (laughs) 
cave women were just sitting around and then there goes an alien crash all right the crash site and then the ladies went over there leaking all right it is hey, listen <laughs> i don't know it could be listen that would be the only possible explanation thousands of years women were like okay got taken as sex slaves impregnated and it could be i have no idea could be could be not all right look at some of these people here all right anyway ninjas is like coach coach uh greg jones in the building alex coach alex jones all right it is what it is looking at some of and the way women be behaving sometimes i'm like it could be probable i wouldn't put it past them i have no idea some of y'all ninjas got eyes offset you ever see some of these people eyes where they eyes look like on the side of their head ass people you looking at them straight on like your eyes got like you got like fish eyes <laughs> i call them fish eyes <laughs> people are putting it here like they eyes look like fish you ever see them like one of their eyes is drifting off over here like they eyeball their iris is off like this and they eye be over here and you look at them and you like you need to get your eyes straight you know what i mean you just, Smack that eye in. But uh, anyway, that's just what I be. I just notice stuff like that. My eyes are not offset. I think one's lower than the other. One eyelid is, uh, I don't know what's going on there, but. <laughs> fish eye looking ninjas. Yeah, some of them are aliens, them fish eye ninjas. All right. And women be having the fish eyes too. They be having the fish eyes. Um, But anyway. <laughs> All right, take listen. I this is a comedy show, by the way. Don't be mad. Fish eyed ninjas is mad at me. All right, hey man, because you got fish eyes. Don't be mad at me. All right, Mr. Albert says KC brought their refs out again last night, but we won the game this time. Fly equals fly. And yes, man, I, my score prediction was going to be on point if that dude didn't drop that pass, laid it right in his hands. Right after the referees called that horrible call, but that's neither here nor there. But my score prediction was on the way. All they didn't do, they didn't follow the script. Catfish Tail says Eagles fans are going to spam the stream today. Fly, Eagles fly. And they look good. The defense looks good. The Mighty Bull says the Mighty Bull has entered the room. Kaboom. Greetings, people. Shout out to the Mighty Bull. MC Hamster says the aliens live in the deep ocean. Energy comes from methane sees two worms ufos can dive deep we know more about the moon than we do the deep blue sea as a matter of fact the water is the biggest mystery out here and it has the most power of anything going on here that energy the power of the water man but yeah we we ninja uh uh that submarine ninja found out didn't he we was able to go up to the moon allegedly but ninja do not go down to the deep blue sea it was like, uh-uh-uh. <laughs> new, 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 new world order. <laughs> it was like, he was like, I'll go down to the deep blue sea. They was like, nah, Ninja, you can't go down there. <laughs> All right, anyway, the water is where the people are. And if you look at, if you look at uh, aliens, how they're depicted in fiction and science fiction, and look at the creatures at the bottom of the ocean, yes. They look like aliens. Shout out to Mimit the second says in the Bible, the Nef Nephilim, the Philium, I don't know how to pronounce that, are fallen angels that breed with human females mentioned in Genesis. Uh-oh. New, 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 new world. Nephilim. Nephilim. I messed it up. I don't know about it. But hey, 
See, CGA walks in the spirit of Elijah, and I speak from the voice of the Holy Ghost. This is why sometimes the King of Kings is ever-present, and the Lord of Lords is ever-present. He speaks through me, and I give these words to you, these powerful words from the Spirit, not even knowing the words of the good book, the Bible, the Spirit of the Most High presides within us, and we bring this message to you every day, ladies. Bow down and submit to the one and only, the voice of reason, the voice of truth, the speaker of truth. I speak before you, all ladies, all knees bent and all heads bowed to the one and only and all socks removed. You must remove your socks. Feet out right now, ladies. Feet out. (laughs) We doing the Lord's work. We speak power. Even though I don't know every Bible verse, everything I say can be proven in the good book. If you follow the true Lord and God himself, he speaks through me. He tells me, remove all shoes. Remove all shoes and socks right now. French pedicures, yes. Toes out. Pink toes, chocolate toes, white toes, black toes, Asian toes. Get the feet out, ladies. Get them out. (laughs) And all say amen. All right, amen. Yes, indeed. All right, anyway, let's get back to the show. People are getting scared now. All right, the, the lukewarm Christians are, the lukewarm Christians are upset. Hey, listen. <laughs> all right, here, what are we going to do here? I got to do this. I got to get to the show. I'm going to come back to the alternative support systems, but I got to get to the show here. I know it is Tuesday. Just to remind you, it is Tuesday, ninjas. It's Tuesday, man, and we are here to bless our gorditas. This is your special day. Latina chick stand up from uh, Frisco to Maine all the way to Spain, all the way to Puerto Rico, Venezuela. A ninja got arrested in Venezuela. Political prisoner ninja went down to Venezuela and got picked up. Oh, Lord, passport bros down bad today, man. Oh, what that ninja was doing out there, man. Not in Venezuela, ninja. <laughs> all right. Uh, Ninja got picked up, so watch out. Passport bros, be on alert. Red alert. Red alert, Ninja. (laughs) Let's give them a siren. The world is going crazy. You go down to one of these countries, Ninja, they can switch politics real quick. All right? Joe Biden put an embargo on them, and they was like, we picking up, Ninjas. Passport bros, protect your neck. All right, but my gorditas, ladies, my Latinas, all over the world, all over the Southland, we welcome you to our show. This is your special day. Anyway. What do we got here? Doom and gloom CGA. Doom and gloom CGA. Let's get to it. Yeah, man. Watch your neck out here, man, in these countries, man. They already know where the money is. Doom and gloom CGA. First story up. I guess we could start with that uh, Colombia story, that Venezuela story, as a matter of fact. Oh, I don't know where I put it. Um, but, uh, let's see here. Yeah. And the man is from Oakland. Okay. Let's go ahead and put up. He's from the O A K L A N D. Apparently he been picked up. Look at this ninja out here. Yeah. That brother's starving. All right. Ninja went down there to Venezuela. Uh, and, uh, it says right here, Oakland man arrested in Venezuela days after Biden administration eases oil sanction. This is November 20th reported in the morning. And the ninja was down there to show some teeth. And uh, listen, I don't know what happened. I don't know if he's a passport bro or any of this, but uh, let's go ahead and see what's going on here. It says a California man 
Uh, his family is pleading for his release after they say he was wrongfully arrested and in Venezuela and held for tens of thousands of dollars ransom. All right, just days after the Biden administration eased crippling oil sanctions on the socialist-run government, his name is Savoy Wright. He was arrested on October 24th, which had not been previously reported, has become the latest flashpoint in the tenuous relationship between the U.S. and the Maduro's government uh, that critics say should lead to the return of sanctions what all rights families want is for the 38-year-old businessman to be returned home. They know precious little about the circumstances of his arrest. No criminal charges have been filed, and he has not been able to see a lawyer. And the Venezuelan government, Venezuelan government hasn't said where he's being held. Uh, but yeah, man, Ninja, it gets real down here when you do travel to these countries. And listen, um... It is a horror story. It is a nightmare. Um, they will put you far away. People say they'll put you so far away. I think our brother here, uh, Skyler, one master teacher, used to say they put you so far away they can't hear your scream. All right? They can't hear your blood-curdling scream. They will put you in a prison making big rocks in the little rocks, as ABL says. All right? So they will put your ass down there deep. And Ninja, when you went that, you just never know with these things. They can have a shifting government. You can have some sanctions put on. Uh, when I travel, somebody said he's he's CIA. New, Could be new, new, new world spy. Uh, but but what happens is what happens is uh, when you go down to when you travel, sometimes you're very um, you have restricted communication or understanding of what circumstances are having happening back in your home country. And one of the nightmares that I always think about is. What am I returning back to? I have no idea. I'm leaving America, but then when I come back to America, what America am I returning back to? And sometimes it can affect your travel there. This is a rare circumstance. I would not, you know, think about this too often. And uh, there could be some other undercurring stories about this story. But, um, yeah, it's possible. So protect your neck out there. Protect your neck. Doom and Gloom CGA continues. What do we got next? We have more financial news. More doom news. 80% of American households are in worse financial position now than they were before the COVID pandemic hit. What can you do to keep your head above water? Ninja, woo! Um, we know that uh, people are going to, they said people are assuming that this holiday, people are going to basically go underwater. Any credit that they had is going to be used up um, during this holiday, and they will pretty much be tapped out financially i've shared many articles on this one so this should not be a surprise uh the number of american households at 80 percent are you know looking at tapping out financially so when you don't have credit to extend then you're not going to be able to maneuver properly because we live off of credit and this is what people are going to do so be careful on the holidays really set some expectations with your relatives about holidays don't overexpend if you don't have it don't use your credit to be able to um, you know, please your partners or whoever it is. If you have women, sometimes they get disillusioned, even in the economic depression, which we're in, what will happen is they don't care. They still want their Christmas gifts and to feel good. And by the way, divorce season is upon us. January is the most active divorce uh, month for lawyers. This is when they first get in contact by, uh, by the wives. Wives reach out to lawyers more often right after the holidays. So we're entering into the season. Family is getting together. You're trying to get through the holidays. Sometimes people look at the holidays as a 
hey, we can rescue our relationship by getting a gift, by saying, hey, I'm sorry, by atoning for our past sins. But what will happen is if those needs aren't met, if those expectations aren't met, divorce coming, okay? So protect your neck financially, set expectations now. All right, next one, doom and gloom right here. Apparently, the U.S. Army is having a hard time recruiting. Now it's asking soldiers who were dismissed for refusing the VAC to come back. Nope. All right, and so there you go right there. Uh, these situations always happen. This idiotic uh, thing that we did to a lot of people who just chose to protect their own health and had to leave the military in their job. Now the military is saying, hey, we have a hard time recruiting. Well, when you put your recruiting program out there and uh, you're doing some woke agenda, who wants to be involved in that? You also have young people who have no need or sense of, of you know, um, a serving at all. Then you also have the recruiting efforts being, uh, you know, you're not reaching those. And then you dismissed a lot of people for a political reason, not a safety reason or a health reason. Now you want them to come back. Come back. The answer is, nope. well, we'll have to solve this problem. Potentially, if we get in any other global conflict, we may have to draft. We may have to draft. So they're having a hard time reaching our numbers. Gen Zooted. News from Gen Zooted. I am a Gen Z worker. Look at this. Millie Mouth Muskrat. Goodness. Yikes. Holy moly. All right. It says, I'm a Gen Z worker who just graduated and started my first full-time job. I was shocked by the nine to five schedule. Oh, my Lord. Jen Zooted. Man, I'm going to tell you, they're going to change the world for better or for worse. I hope it's for the better, but I'm assuming it's going to be for the worse. And listen, we always say the pre the the next generation is as worse as the previous. There's always this talk here. I think Gen Z is a special case. There's some damn special ass people out here. And these people out here rather go to the streets. I'm going to the streets. End of story. All right. They rather go down to the streets and then to be out here working nine to five. What shocked you about it? That you had to work? Man, you got to pay your bills. You better work, bitch. All right. What is wrong with these people here? And people are all sniggling. Her name is Piper Hansen. Jesus. Ooh, wait. Look at that neck. <laughs> Piper Hansen graduated this spring and has been working full time for less than a year. She says, she says, it's really depressing to work a nine to five schedule. Send it. Woo! She's sitting there like this. She said, Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Oh my goodness. She says it's really depressing to work a nine to five schedule. Piper also says Gen Z workers can see uh, there's a possibility for a better way of living. Oh, okay. All right. Tap the link in our bio to read more about Gen Z workers and how they feel about nine to five. Do you find this schedule depressing? Holy moly. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. <laughs> All right, she's like, I mean, listen, oh, man, I mean, listen, I, I think possibly they might come up with a better way. I mean, we've been doing it one way. We've been programmed to do it this way. We've been educated to do it this way. Thank you for the Rockefellers and the Industrial Revolution. We've never really broken the mold of the nine to five work. But my question is, like, what do you want to do better than this? Like, what, what do you what do you see here? So I, I know what you're going to do. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear nobody say shit. When you see me on the corner, bitch, my 
Yeah, this is some more girl. When I start Wait, selling. Oh, this is some more girl math stuff here. Um, I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. But uh, shout out to Gen Z. Hope you guys figure it out. In the meantime, my ass going to get to work, bitch. How about this? This is some Gen Z shit. Apparently, people in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, have started to list the other half of their bed for rent. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Boy, oh, boy. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Listen to this. You heard it right. They're listing the other half of their bed for rent in Toronto. Very expensive city to live. A recent and unusual trend has emerged in the rental market due to its escalating challenges. A listing on Facebook Marketplace showcased a shared bedroom where a tenant in a three-bedroom townhouse decided to rent out half of their small sleeping quarters to a stranger out here. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Asking for an astonishing $1,050. All right, this instance is not isolated. Another listing featured a shared bed in a prime downtown location, indicating the extreme measures some renters are resorting to in order to cope with the high rental cost in the city. These occurrences reflect the broader issue of Toronto's increasing, um, increasingly challenging rental landscape. Rental prices in the cities have been rising consistently each and every month, significantly surpassing last year's rate. Now, all this is, all this is, is, Probably some sugar daddy shit. Okay, daddy. All right, this is some sugar daddy shit. <laughs> All right, this is uh, they they're trying to do it and they're trying to oh you know they're they're just trying to him daddy. All right, come on. Like who's gonna really do this? This is getting out of control, ninja. I mean, the other half of your bed, somebody's sleeping in my bed, ninja. I'm gonna look for a flatback supreme. All right, flatback supremes only. All right, they're trying to find a way to do this polyamory or whatever the hell they're doing. These people lunatics out here. All right, uh, let me see here. Do I have another story here? I do have another story. Uh, this one's here, doom and gloom. We're going to have to ring the bell here. All right, here we go right here. It says, girls night idea. Kicking out your roommate and sending her stuff back to her parents because she hasn't paid month rent. In three months. All right, we got another. Your rent's due, motherfucker. We got another sandbagger here. All right, so there she is, Miss Thick Monster right here. Oh, okay, we can't play the music here. But uh, as you can see here, they're changing the locks. This is probably highly illegal in many municipalities, so be careful. But uh, they got a sandbag bish who won't pay her rent. So they packed her ish up and sent it back to her parents, and they said, Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, and so this could be highly illegal activity. You don't want to do this unless you check your local state laws. Um, yes, I do know women who are in this situation, all right? They, they had a woman. I know a young woman. She's a nice junior college piece of calico. Her roommate did not pay rent for six months, six months. All right, sandbagged on her three months, said, and then paid a little bit, said they would catch up. And then three months later, they caught up with zero dollars. The, the previous woman had to cover the extra cost, and they were about to get evicted. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And guess what? Here you go right here. Here you go. These are prime examples of women. Just, you know, here. And I'm assuming the roommate is a woman. Um, and uh, the assumption, I think, is right because, let me see. Yeah, she said her. Back to her parents. So, um, yeah, this is uh, basic economic sandbagging by women. 
All right. You can't really trust them in this ter- current marketplace because all of them are in a bind. And listen, I'm here to I'm fix this. I'm here to fix this. Some binds, but some binds are ridiculous. If you're behind three months in rent, I can't help you. I can't help but wait. Uh, but this is what's happening, guys. I've been telling you this is what's up. You meet a woman under 30, she probably broke. Yeah, she probably broke. Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Here, here's what I want to tell young men and the women that are listening to me. When women get in a financial bind, they never catch up. They never catch up. When women get in a financial bind, they never catch up. They just basically ignore the problem. They expect it to go away. They sue. They sell a little puss. They get a sugar daddy. They beg their parents. They ask a friend. All right. And if that don't happen, then they just be shit out of luck. The reality is they just, they don't honor contracts. I, I would not consume uh, assume that they're going to honor any contract. Anytime they get behind on bills, they never, almost ever, rarely ever catch up. All right, so don't think that if you ever see a woman or meet a woman or hear a story about a woman that owes somebody some money and they're going to catch up, oh, I promise I'll catch up. They're never going to catch up. They're going to catch up. They're going to take the money they got, and they're going to spend it and, and, and splurge and be out here doing brunch and buying hamburgers and going out with their friends and buying food and drinks, and then they'll call you the next morning, hey, you can I borrow $200? It's, it's wild the way they do it, but I tell you men not as a way to put down women, but I tell men to watch out for this behavior. Watch out. Even your family members, your, your mother, your daughter, your sisters, your cousins, they all are irresponsible financially. All right, it's very rare that you meet a woman that is responsible financially past the age of 30. Certainly the ones that are, you know, responsible early on, if you find that they are, more likely than not, you'll find that they're doing something like they don't live on their own. They live with a relative. They live with a parent, which I'm not putting down, where they don't have the expenses. Their expenses are not um, significant. So then they can keep their credit good, which is a good strategy. This is all good strategy. Their credit is good. They don't have many obligations. The problem with those people, I, I find that to be a good strategy. We should go back to that to protect women because they're out here trying to live this independent dream and they're fumbling the bag. The problem with this is those women, once they move out, like say for instance, you, you have a relationship with a woman like that where her credit is good, but her obligations are small. When she enters the real world, she gonna get hit on the head, okay? It's gonna be hard for her to adjust to the real world. So she first gets her own apartment or you guys move out together into an apartment. She's not gonna realize how expensive things are. Okay, and then, you know, it'll catch up to her. And then if you are in financial tight, you'll it'll be a disaster and they won't understand the cost of rent, the cost of food, the cost of anything, and it will hit them over the head. So watch out for that. And this is just dealing with women. We, we're not putting you down, ladies. We're just telling men what to expect. All right. Uh, because finances seem to be something they just can't do right. They can't get it right. All right. Anyway, that's doom and gloom for the day. Uh, hit the bell. All right, we back in for doom and gloom. And do me a favor, hit the like button on this stream and let's get in here. Shout out to our brother here, Kevin Taylor says for the LOLs. Shout out to you, Moose Hefner. 
There's a Chad Tyrone and a Marcos. Shout out to Marcos in the building. Put it down, laying down pipe on this Taco Tuesday. All right, on this Taco Tuesday, we got to let them know. Wait a minute, that ain't it. All right, shout out to y'all. All right, thanks for hitting the like button. No government name. BAC says, did you ever miss, do you ever miss personal training or coaching basketball? Do you think you'll ever go back to those professions? I'll go back to training, but I'll be training old broads. All right, because I'll be 50 plus years old by the time I got to go back. Um, I would do it on the side. I do have a home gym that I would do it on the side, but, you know, there's liabilities there. I ain't trying to get no puss out of it. You know, that been there, done that. So I would actually work with a client or two that really was um, really was uh, motivated to be able to do this. I wouldn't do it for a normie. I wouldn't do it for a chick that I want to lose 50 pounds. Like, nah. Uh, coaching ball, nope. I would never go back. Never go back. It's a great job for a young person. And then as you age, if you become a head coach and you have a stable, yeah, it's good. But no, I wouldn't go back. All right, not dealing with these young ass people. Uh-uh. Not, not dealing with these young ass people. My coffee is cold, by the way. And one of my ladies that I mentor went to Bali recently and brought me back uh, coffee from Bali. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they brought me, she brought me coffee from Bali. She brought me a gift. Uh, one of the things you guys don't know about the junior college is that you guys, a common misconception is all the money goes out to her and, and, and little puss comes back to us. It's really not like that. It's really not like that if you do it right. Most of the time, you get a whole bunch back. You get way more cooperation, way more gifts. They be giving you stuff. They be bringing stuff back. They're considerate. And no, I didn't give them nothing. No go over there. All right. These are women that just don't want to mess with broke ninjas. All right. And so when they come back, they be coming back with gifts, cigar. I get all kind of gifts and treatments. And they be coming to decorate my house. And <laughs> right. It's crazy. People don't understand. But yes, this is the mentor relationships here. All right, it's crazy. So anyway. All right. Somebody says, what is really coffee, coach? Uh, did I say coffee? Yeah. Uh, uh, so what's going on, man? Somebody getting. All right. Somebody getting torn up in there. The, the moderator is not playing today. Moderator is not playing. But people don't understand this. Uh, it's Bali coffee. Coffee from Bali. So if I get sick midstream, that's what happened. All right, anyway. <laughs> all right, ninjas don't know, man. Uh, my man said, Cap, oh, man, ninjas don't understand at all. People don't get it. People don't get it at all. Uh, and when we talk about this, because a, a guy mentioned that, women are essentially a debt. Once you, I'm going to mention this later. Once they feel like they don't have to worry about a certain thing, they be going overboard. And we're going to talk about why they do that. All right. Uh, shout out to uh, Kevin Sullivan says, what's up, coach in the coach gang? Coach, you tell so many truth bombs in your shows. I don't know if you ever seen Undercover Brother, but I get Caucasian overload. Pause. LOL. Appreciate you, coach. And Undercover Brother is a sleeper movie. It's a sleeper movie. That movie is a good movie. It's all by our brother, uh, the comedian Eddie Griffin. He is stellar in this movie. Great movie altogether. The script is good. Go if you have if you want to see something goofy, um, uh, a good movie. It's kind of goofy humor. Uh, Eddie Griffin is always on the fringe and challenging the system, if you will. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, go see Undercover Brother. It is a great movie. All right, shout out to the Undercover Brother and the Flatback Supreme, the former Flatback Supreme. 
All right, the retired flatback supreme Denise Richards is in there. She looks good. All right, anyway, I love that movie. It's a good movie. Shout out to uh, Macaroni Tony, Cotton Candy, Sweet. Oh, why are you always giving me lyrics? All right, Emery, stop with the lyrics. All right, come on, man. It's already hard for me to read. All right, here we go right there. Shout out to you. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah, the mayonnaise scene when he about to eat the mayonnaise, and she's like, here, have some mayonnaise. Oh, undercover movie. I'm sorry. Undercover brother is great. By the way, I see F. Eddie Griffin here in Vegas all the time, and um, I, he got a gordita, or he got a, he got a, he got a chunky Ling Ling as a girlfriend. I see him all the time. Shout out to Eddie Griffin. No, no disrespect. But this ninja got a chunky, I think she's an Asian chick. Chunky Asian chick. But I bet you she good to him. All right, what do we got? Caitlin says, what's up, coach? To the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube, the Sea God Allah, and Mr. Every Woman's Fantasy. I just want to say thank you for never dropping the ball on us like the Chiefs receivers last night. You come through every time for us respect. Yeah, shout out to you. Thank you, man. Oh, is she Samoan? She chunky, too, but she looked like she nice. <laughs> all right, she looked like she nice. I see her. All, I see them all the time at, like, hockey games and, like, uh, events or, like, you know, I, I see them all the time. He, he lives out here, I think. She's a Filipina. Yeah, she nice. All right, dog, what are we doing here? Shout out to Loud Pockets. Not sure if you covered it. Cardi B is blasting the U.S. government. I covered it last night or yesterday morning. He says, but in 2020, what's wrong with my camera? In 2020, she was all up in the videos for Joe Biden. Price is wrong. Yep, we covered that. Yeah, Dave Chappelle is in that movie, Undercover Brother 2. Yep, yep, yep. Good movie, man. Good movie. And if you like the 70s, it's kind of a throwback to the 70s and all that stuff. Great movie. Great movie. Uh, We got our brother Anthony B. Anthony Bourdain. Not Anthony Bourdain. Thanks for providing the best entertainment around. Big shout out. To the coach gang, shout out to the CGA coach gang. All right, thank you, brother, for that, man, and I appreciate y'all at this time. All right, holiday time, too. Ninja, get your turkey. I'm going to do three more, and then we're going to get back to the show. How about our brother David Choi says for the truth and Taco Tuesday, ladies. All right, where's my gorditas in the office? I know I have a lot of Latina women that watch me. They appreciate CGA because Latina women are you know, Latino women are truly uh, the, I, I would say, and I'm not putting any other race of women down. When black women are like, you're always putting us down. I'm not. I think out of all the American women in the United States, I think if, if you're looking for the woman that is more likely to be generously, genuinely some feminine, genuinely feminine, the Latina women trumps all of them. Genuinely, fin- now, this is not all of them. What I'm saying is, out of all of them who want genuine femininity, not acting, not a character, not in exchange for, they're generally going to be feminine. Now, Asian women, you're going to say Asian women. No, they just, they very, very conniving. You got to watch out for them. Latina women tend to be genuine, genuinely, like they want to be it. Typically, not all of them, not across the board. You do have a lot of poison ones. You got a lot of ran through by cholos and essays, orderly vatos and all of them. But they genuinely want to play the feminine. Genuinely. This is not all. Remember, I'm not saying all. You can always counter this. I can find 100 women that are not. They will. Now, Asian women are connivingly. <laughs> Asian women, no, they ain't going to lift the finger. So they will play into femininity. 
they are never going to try to be masculine, not in not in physicality and all that stuff. But why, behind closed doors, they're going to get your ass. So they are genuinely trying to be in their feminine. But they'll genuinely, like, they'll not try to overbear you. They want to be in their feminine. Now, one of the problems they have, though, one of the problems they have is that sometimes they, sometimes they be out of shape. <laughs> if they could figure out how not to blow up like the Goodyear blimp, that might help them out. But I don't know, Ninja. They cannot figure this out. Like, there's never the perfect scenario. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Like, ladies, can we get it together? I mean, listen, you nice and all, but uh, that shelf life is short. And they will do the nasty without no interrupts. Ninja, they always going to give you some peace leave. I mean, they'll never turn you down. They'll never turn you down, Ninja. But you be like, uh, can you get that belly deli going on? Like, what are we doing, mommy? Mama Sita, she be like, Mama Sita, take care of you right here. Warm rag treatment and all of that. Like, Ninja, get off the carbs, please. They'll be with you for 30 years. Still giving you peace leave. <laughs> all right, anyway. All right. They be still giving it to you. That's why you see Latino man, old Latino man, they don't have no problems. They be like, yeah. They be having the mustache, the, the Machu Picchu, what is it called? Them old Latino men still be getting served. They still be getting served. They come home from a hard day's work, smelling like outsides, ball sweating, pause. His wife be in there cooking it up. I'll take care of you in a minute. She be like, let me put the, let me put the uh, beans and rice on simmer. She put them shits on simmer, go back, drop that neck, had that ninja roar. Come back out, Poppy be chilling over there with a cerveza like, <laughs> and she get right back to cooking in there the only problem is they be out of whack a little bit <laughs> Edgar the Fu Manchu the Machu Picchu the Fu Manchu thank you for correcting me but anyway I don't know man maybe they can serve that up the Fu Manchu <laughs> alright it's the tortillas alright anyway man Get right back to cooking. KT King says, do you have a theory regarding the existence of Sasquatch or Bigfoot or werewolves or the dog man similar to the werewolf? I don't think I don't think there's out there. I think there might be civilizations that haven't been touched. Right. And they could look like Sasquatch. But I don't believe there's like a Bigfoot. I don't think so. We would have caught him already. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> All right. We'd have caught his ass. Let me see what's going on here. Who, who got a call blocked? All right, anyway, they blocking. I'm blocking calls. All right, anyway, let's get back to the show. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's go. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride. Straggle and Sniggle Theater is back. We back for some sniggles and some laughs. Let's look at what's happening in the country around the Straggle Daggle and the uh, other communities here. Uh, apparently, let me see what's going on here. Oh, apparently we have the yacht girls out here. All right, look at these straggles out here. They all ready to go for pictures for Instagram. They got their hair did, makeup did, sunglasses did, and they ready to go find a sugar daddy with a boat. Here we go. Want to go on a yacht? Yeah. You don't even know me, though. <laughs> Whatever. It's a yacht. <laughs> Want to go on a yacht? Yeah. You don't even know me, though. 
Whatever. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Yep. There, uh, queen flatback, uh, sloppy yogurt herself here. Here's the thing, man. These women are always, this is why white women get abducted all the time. <laughs> they be always, uh, little red riding hood was a cautionary tale, uh, to white women in Europe or somewhere, because for some reason they go anywhere they ain't supposed to go. All right. And all you got to have is money, a boat, a nice luxury vehicle. They'll show up. They'll show up and be on webcam talking about, I got traffic. How about y'all stop being so dumb and naive and desperate? How about that? How about people recognize your dumb ass and Cassie throw your ass in there too? The lifestyle is all that matters. Now, when this ninja take her out there and start asking for their peace leave payment as gas or cash, they're going to act stupid. Ah, uh, well, it's a yacht. Eh. And they get out there grabbing them ankles and they come back. I'm sorry I cheated on you. And the guy held me hostage on a boat. He took me out there without my permission. No consent. All right, what is going on, man, with these kids? These are somebody's daughters, man. Hey, girls, want to go on a yacht? They, they, they just desperate for the life, man. You got to watch out for these apex predators, man. These apex predators are sa savage with it. And then they're going to be the victim. <laughs> All right, it's crazy, man. All right, it's crazy. You want to go on a yacht? Yep. <laughs> yep, they ready to go out there. You want to drop neck too? Yep. They'll do it. You don't even know me, though. <laughs> Whatever. It's a yacht. Whatever, it's a yacht, flat back, all black, flat, whatever, it's a yacht. They so easy, man. They These are the easiest people on the earth. This is why people target them. They super duper easy. They play naive. They play their part. Only thing is, if you catch one on a bad day, they will take your ass to court. All right, so, yeah, they will act like they're the victim. So, I, I, don't, I don't find this to be victim behavior. This is certainly volunteer behavior. All right, here we go. <laughs> Them white claws hitting. She's snorting. <laughs> Raspy voice. White claws hitting like crazy, bro. Hey, girls, want to go on a yacht? Yeah. You don't even know me, though. <laughs> Whatever. It's a yacht. <laughs> You'll never catch black women doing some shit like this. <laughs> You'll never catch them. Like, you'll be hard-pressed to catch a sisters walking around with a weave out. Jumping on yachts of people they don't know. Mm. All right, they never get abducted like that. They get abducted in places like Alabama, all right, where they see a midget and they pull over on the side of the road and they go find a pookie. That's how they get abducted. But you never see black women jumping on ninjas' boats for no reason. They'd be like, mm-mm, mm-mm, all right? They already know they're going to get traffic. White claws hitting. All right, shout out to them straggles there. We got straggles. Uh, What do we got here? We got sniggles in North Carolina. Uh, there it is right there. Nope. Yeah, man, this is lowest common denominator activity here. We always have to understand that not all skin folk are kin folk. All right, this is lowest common not a common denominator activity. No, these aren't my brothers and sisters. These are niggles and straggles. Yep, and there they go. Yeah. Yep, they out. All right. They got their, hey, they did their Christmas shopping for the week. Listen, the Christmas shopping is a little tough. You got to catch 
everything you can. So why not a like a Nike outlet? A Nike outlet. <laughs> a Nike outlet. What better place to go than to get all the reject Nike shit? I guess you could sell it. I'm not surprised. There's gonna be a lot of people getting Christmas gifts with Nike outlet store clothes. <laughs> all right, ninjas out here doing they work. Christmas shopping. Oh, speaking of Christmas shopping, iPhone shopping. Let's go ahead and play the video here. Well, yeah, they got out of there, too. Ninjas be out here sprinting. Listen, if you actually put that effort into something like your athletic talent, you might be somebody. But, you know, you got to steal iPhones, institutional racism type shit. Of course. Of course. Listen, lowest common denominator behavior. All right. I don't associate with these people. All right. Next one here is going to be what do we got here. Oh, we got straggles up apparently somewhere. In a police brutality city near you. Let's play it. Oh, Rochester. Oh, Rochester, New York. Step up for your L today. And look at the look at the cops in the back. And look at the uh the the drunk white dude, Otis. In the back. Look at this right here. Can you say train? Train. Oh, Rochester, New York. Hold this L. I've been to Rochester, New York. It is a definitely a sanctuary for straggles. All right. It is not the place to be. And there's a rich area of Rochester. No ninjas are there. When you go to the poor area, it's straight up anarchy. Uh, These are somebody's daughters. And uh, these women's hot pocket is hot. And they all they want to do is pop it. Of course, these women also probably try to look for a sugar daddy to fix his mind. All right, but uh, what are we doing here, man? This is what your young girls are doing when we talk about older women. This is what young girls are doing very early in their lives. These girls probably are under age 8, 16-year-olds. And uh, out, out, out here, all they want to do is pop that hot pocket right here. And look at the cops. See, this is the sad part about it. Look at the police officer. All right, he's not even starving. Yeah, that He's just like, let the monkeys do what the monkeys do. <laughs> he's not even trying to arrest them or nothing. He like, there's nothing we can do about this. All right, let the let the zoo animals slap. You know what I mean? We are, you know, we can cage them if we want, but listen. <laughs> they just back there like, <laughs> right? They're like, you know what? And by the way, these cops be smashing the hell out of these girls too. All right, that's another story. Anyway, I always tell you about the curious relationship between black women and white men. Yeah, these cops be smashing them. What was that cop in Baltimore, Maryland? In Princess, Prince, Princess George, Maryland? Remember that white dude? That white cop that was taking that black girl in the back uh, of the cop car and smashing them? Mm. <laughs> All right. So he's sniggling. He just basically like, yep, I'll be popping that hot pocket in, in due time. All right, or I'll arrest you, you black. All right, anyway, this is a family show. This is a family show. All right, that's Drago and Sniggle for the day. Short one. Okay, all right, very short. That's what she said. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? But, coach, that's your people. 
Ninja, I don't know nobody in Rochester, New York, right? I don't know nobody in Rochester, New York. All right, and I think I got a brother here that, uh, did I skip over your sponsorship? I better, I better acknowledge it. Hold on for a second. We got, let me see if I can get it real quick. I didn't. Let me see if I'm on. Okay, yes. Uh, we got a sponsorship in the building. Let me get to it real quick. The Pink Panther Investigation Agency here. All right, they're here. The private investigators here. He says, thank you for making it difficult for us to collect that child support money. Our rates are going up, so we are passing some of those earnings back to you. Get yourself some barbecue out here on us. Thank you, brother, for the barbecue. There's barbecue in there. All right, the Pink Panther Collection Agency, they like how much is going on here. All right, ex-wife going crazy. All right. What are these super chats? Uh, these are contributions, love gift for the baby mama terrorist legal fund. Because a child is a terrible thing to alienate. KT King. Good morning, CGA. I would like for you to be a sponsor of the pro wrestling company I work for, Knox, Knox X Pro Entertainment, owned by Rikishi Fatu. And count on California Black Pearl. Okay, I don't even know who that is. Uh, you're going to email me. All right. Did you want me to give some, what the hell did you pitch? me? I got money. <laughs> I want a championship belt. I'm going to shout at the title. Ninja. Ninja pitching me in my show. All right. But shout out to KT King. Appreciate you. Kaylin says, ladies, if you want to be with or last with the man for decades, not just years, you have to cash in when you're young. If you're 35, you should be with your man for at least 15 years older. Isn't better, ladies. We're going to actually see if the ladies disagree with that, Kaylin. You're calling them old? You're calling them useless? We're going to see if the ladies disagree with that. We got Super Chats over here, and it is our brother, uh, Mimit the Second and Shadow Hider says, what does the Bible say about doing the JUCO? Well, I'll tell you. Many people in the Bible had concubines. Now, the Bible overwhelmingly became my uh, monogamous, but more in the uh, New Testament. And uh, we've been programmed into monogamy via religion, threats, and so forth and so on. But the Bible does have several people that have had concubines. In case you didn't know, a concubine is a supported woman. So is a Juco. <laughs> All right, anyway. So concubine behavior has been ingrained in many of the stories in the Bible. And some men won that way. And many men lost. Many men lost. Many men learned the hard ways about it. But the Bible talks about it. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> 511 wives, concubines. What, you know, there's a very, very, very scriptural interpretation. But it does ruin a lot of men. It, it, the, many of the stories about plural partners uh, do end with the guy being ruined, not by it, but, you know, it it's, it's plays a part in his downfall. But that doesn't mean monogamy didn't play a part in a lot of men's downfall as well, all right? So that is also biblical as well. But they do start preaching monogamy towards the New Testament and into the crusade, the conquistadors and whatnot. But many of the people who actually were the, the, the intermediary between God and, and man certainly didn't practice monogamy. Yeah, that's a hard that's a hard conversation. If you look at how many of the churches and the church was structured, 
this could be a whole conversation. Many of the people who were the intermediaries between man and God did not practice monogamy. Some practice what you call, um, what you call, um, oh, it slips my mind, but they didn't have sex at all. They were supposed to not even have sex for a long time. Catholic preach, uh, preacher, priests did not even have sex. Well, allegedly they didn't, but if you know, you know, Ninja, hey, listen, they were having sex with something, but not women. I mean, so it gets tough when we get to the Bible talk because there's a whole bunch of stuff here. We got to start talking about chopping off heads, burning of books, grape, assault, pre-sleeping with minors, pre-sleeping with boys. It gets tough. So, you know what I mean? We can't lean too much on the Bible too much. Because it brings up way too much conversation here. You know what I mean. So, yes, you can try to say, you know, what does it say about the Juco? Well, what does it say about choir boys? You know. (laughs) What does it say about Baptist preachers sleeping with the congregation? It gets tough. It gets tough. But I am the intermediary. I am the speaker of truth. (laughs) All right, anyway. What does it say about wars? What does it say about orgies and train games? All right, anyway. (laughs) All right, shout out to ninjas out here. All right, look, it's a tough conversation, but ninja, don't try to paint me in a corner. You know, what does it say about people? You know, the slave master used the Bible to go out there and assault their slave women. What are we doing here? It's crazy. It's crazy. All right, shout out to Sizzo. He says, leave my chunky Latino thickies or Latina thickies alone, coach. We all know they that uh, they are only that size because they have family dinners every week comprised of arroz con pollo. He says, good, wholesome 304s, though. Yeah, they're wonderful women. They're wonderful, wonderful women, the Latina. Pick your race of women properly, guys. I know you're like, I want a woman that's submissive. I want a woman that's cute and beautiful, young, fertile, and she's with me. She don't go out to nightclubs or bars. She always asks me permission. She don't talk. And it just be asking for way too much from a woman. Way too much. And I'm like, if you actually, this is my opinion about men and the women they ask for. If you actually got the woman that you asked for, Ninja, you would be running. You would hate. <laughs> right? You would hate, absolutely hate. I know you guys think, I want her to be uh, submissive. I want her to be, I want her to always be with me. Never be out of my sight. Listen. You want her to not have no input, no thought, no mind. You want her to have no emotion. You don't want to do no emotional work. You want her to be just, yes, yes, daddy. All right, did you? If I gave you that woman and she was cute and she had prime punani, y'all would be running. <laughs> you, would be like, you would be like, what is this shit? Hey, you asked for this shit. You asked for it because you're going to have to do all the work. You're going to have to do all the thinking. Yeah, you want her to cook, clean. You just wanted to just look and you wanted to be in shape and gorgeous. <laughs> man, you don't want that, guys. You don't want that. You would you would literally be like, man, you couldn't handle it. You could not handle it. It would be something that would be out of your range of handling because, Ninja, you're going to 
you're gonna um you're gonna pay a lot of money for that woman because she she first of all she dumb dim-witted and clueless number two she's waiting at your beck and call she's waiting for your instructions every day so you got to give her instructions you got to impute into this individual who's supposed to just be mindless following you so you got to deliver ninja you got to stand and deliver you can't make three thousand dollars a month and have a woman just looking at you give me instructions <laughs> Then she following you around like a cat, like a Velcro dog. The woman's Velcro to your hip. You're like, I'm going to run to the store real quick. Okay, I'm coming with you. You're like, okay, I asked for it. All right, get in the car. You're driving. All right, everywhere you go, she following you around like a lemming, like a robot, right? She attached to your hip. You'd be like, oh, I need some salad dressing. You walk up, you get the salad dressing. You come back to the cart. That bitch stuck right here to your face. You're like, oh. Uh, can you put that in the cart? <laughs> Everywhere you go. Oh, I'm going to go run an errand real quick. I'll be right back. Every time you try to go get some puss on the side, she right there. I want to go too. Because she's supposed to have nothing else going on. She's supposed to be attractive, youthful, fertile, and a virgin and have nothing else going on. So you can be secure in the fact she's not cheating on you. So she was like, okay. Oh, I'm going to go out and get some drink with the fellas. Okay, I'm going too. Nah, man, just sit here and be useless. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sit here and iron my socks. Y you're not going to want to do it, man. That shit going to be annoying as hell. <laughs> it's going to be annoying. Trust me. I've had a woman like that who wanted to be that for me. She could cook like a mother sucker. She had the be most beautiful, bluest eyes I've ever seen. She was from... um. She was from Lithuania originally. She spoke five languages. She always gave me the punani. She almost always gave me the punani. She was like, I'll never go out to nightclub and bars. She never went out to nightclub and bars. She was always there. She always wanted to be up around me. And I was like, this bitch crazy. <laughs> right? I was like, man, get away. Get away. She was always waiting for instructions. She had some red flags in her past. But. You know, this is what happens when you engage with women over 30. But anyway, she was like 32. But she was always wanting to be there. I was like, can I cheat in private? <laughs> I want to be able to cheat on you without you being right there. <laughs> all right, anyway. They just said stop dealing with flatbacks. I deal with all kinds of racism women, man. Wow, this coffee. I deal with all kinds of racism women. They all foul. And with <laughs> this woman following me around, she here, she submissive. All right, my goodness, she cooked like a damn person, professional chef. But I can't cheat in my damn, I can't cheat in private with this woman. I need some new puss. Anyway. I need you to let me cheat out here. Come on, ladies. Get it together. <laughs> right anyway anyway she has some red flags but it is what it is she was not perfect by any means but she did she essentially was everything you would ask for and i was like this is too much <laughs> all right anyway i was like ma'am kill it with all the submissive behavior she was a little bit aggressive on some things i'll give it to her she was always like i'll do whatever you want i'll work for you all of this shit i was like oh this is too much yeah, she was a stage five clinger. 
right? I was like, I'm never going to get rid of her. I must break it off. <laughs> I was like, I have to break this off now before this woman gets way too attached to me. Yeah, she was attached. She didn't. And by the way, that's not love. So anybody think that that's love? All that was was an attachment. Anyway, uh, did I get all the super chats? Nope. Rob Alamont says CGA a year ago. I told my mom not to leave her boyfriend because she needs help. She's now uh, now she's dug a financial grave. How do I tell that woman who raised me that I don't want to pay for her mistakes? Are you a single? Are you a only child? Hey, man, you guys, um, you guys with your mothers, if you're an only child, you, you, you're stuck with your mama. And your mothers are going to be in a bind, guys. I'm in a bind. Your mothers are out here in a bind. Your mammies are out here in the bind. You sons that got mothers, you're going to have to figure out, you better have a plan. I always tell you as a blue chip, have a plan on what you're going to do with your mother. Your mother is not going to be able to work for a certain amount of time. If she's single and she's over 50, she's not going to find a man. She ain't finding a man. Not that, not that can serve as a protector and provider. If your mother works and she works mid-level, mid-management or below, she's screwed. She's screwed going into the future. They don't make enough money to be able to survive and they don't have enough fight to be able to push through it. They're going to start tapering, tailoring down their work activity. So this is going to be the trap laid for you in the future. You best have a plan on what to do with y'all mammies out here. Or they going to be out here broke. You better ship them to where all they family is. You better have a plan. Because they about to be out here messed up. And any man that they get with are going to be leech ass ninjas with no teeth. They're going to be dusties. So if she gets with a guy right now past the age of 50, he's likely going to be a dusty. Especially if you're talking about black mamas. You screwed there. All right. You're talking about white mamas. She might have a chance if she can sneak in and get a ninja. Late in life. All right, but if you, she's talking about a black mammy, the only man she getting is a dusty-ass ninja. That ninja 68, ain't got shit to his name. <laughs> all right, hair all matted. It's crazy. No teethis. You better figure it out, man. Your mom's about to be out here in a bind. Boomer mom's about to be out here in a bind. Johnny, Johnny Quid says funds for my gordita. Purse in the building. Shout out my Cartita purse. Shout out to you. And uh, Mask Man says $500 worth of food stamps or dinner with CGA. LOL. Oh, man. Crazy. All right. And King of Space says Chimpak Bowl playing catch up coach. He says, and you know me and my city, The Rock. Shout out to the Rochester, man. I'm going to tell you a quick story and I'll get back to the show. I showed up in Rochester, New York, which is in upstate New York. It's on the way. It's kind of close up to uh, Syracuse. It's past Syracuse. And um, uh, Buffalo, I guess, would be somewhat close. Uh, this area is crazy, all right? Because the funny thing about it, there's no ninjas in between Rochester and, um, and uh, New York City, <laughs> right? There's no ninjas. It's basically farm town all the way up through Westchester County, all the way through Binghamton, Syracuse, and then you end up in Rochester. I showed up in Rochester, New York. And it was anarchy. Ninjas walking down the middle of the street. Vicious twerking. All right, ninjas standing on the corner slinging rocks and smoking weed. I was like, this shit is wild. 
and there is a rich area of Rochester, but I was like, what in the hell? I expected no ninjas to be out there. I was like, what are ninjas doing up here? How did y'all get stuck here? Who led y'all up here? Did people, did your ancestors go through the underground railroad and end up in Rochester? Like, how did you get here in between all of this shit? I guess it's close to on those way to Cleveland. So, you know what I mean? I guess like Cleveland and Pittsburgh are somewhat relatively close. <laughs> right. So I'm like, how did y'all end up right up here near Buffalo? This is crazy. It's crazy, man. Freaking Rochester, New York. I was like, I'm never coming back here. <laughs> right. Anyway. Shout out to everybody in Rochester. I was like, dude, this is anarchy up here. And they just let these ninjas out here. All right, doing nothing. Mm. He says every, every state got its ninja area. For real. I mean, it was tucked away up there in Rochester. All right, shout out to The Rock. Everybody up there. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, man, for my legacy ninjas. Legacy ninjas. How about this hit right here? How would this make you feel, legacy ninjas? Legacy Ninjas. Allegedly, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt's daughter drops her dad's last name as she joins a college sorority. All right, let's talk about that. Shout out to the college sorors out here. Yummy, yummy. All right, yummy, yummy. All right, Ninjas like, you a metaphile, coach. Listen. Well, as you guys know, Brad Pitt went through a crazy divorce. Very, very, I mean, his divorce and mine were similar other than the fact that I was broke. All right, but he was not. But Angelina Jolie dragged Brad Pitt, you know, treated him very, very recklessly. And she was on a mission to uh, ruin Brad Pitt. And she said, I'm going to keep doing it as long as these kids are young. I'm going to ruin him. They sued each other uh, over a business. I covered their divorce. It was it's ugly and it's still ongoing. Well, Brad Pitt has been alienated from the children that he adopted. Most of the children from this relationship were through adoption. Now, to catch you guys up, Brad Pitt basically has been alienated from the children. There's been a very, very crazy custody battle. And in most of these cases, the children will either side with the mother or they'll side with the mother to prevent the mother from crashing and burning, right? The dads are a little bit more resilient. They bounce back. They eventually recover. Well, the women, if they are crazy or develop an attachment or are a parasite, they are on the only mission to destroy the man. And they have no other mission outside of that. So this is what's happening with Angelina Jolie. And as a result, the children will recognize this emotional breakdown of the woman and be there to protect the mother. Oh, mom needs our help. Okay, so dad, on the other hand, dad, on the other hand, is like, okay, dad bounced back. He got the money. He should just pay for everything, and he's evil, and, you know, he's out here penetrating women. He's having fun. He's living his best life. He's traveling, and the mom will be over and crumpled up in the corner trying to figure out how to destroy dad in an emotional breakdown. So this is emotional terrorism, and it's also alienation. Mm. But I'm going to read this story, which is a sad one, because... This could happen to you. Yes, you. And that's you. That's you. Somebody said they're not as biological anyway, which is true. However, it doesn't underscore the fact that he committed emotionally and financially and supported those children. In fact, he wouldn't marry Angelina Jolie until there was gay marriage approved, and he actually was the support system around those kids. And sometimes they take that away. It's the mother's mission to destroy that. La Llorona. 
and this has been successful. So now, Brad Pitt's daughter drops his dad's last name as she joins a sorority. Now, here's the clip here of her, and the woman is uh, not his biological, we want to acknowledge. But um, it says right here, her name is, uh, she joined the AKAs, okay? She joined the AKAs, and her name is Zahara. And she proudly, Zahara Jolie Pitt has proudly joined a sorority, Angelina Jolie's and Brat's 18-year-old daughter made her debut as a new AKA, that is Alpha Kappa Alpha, as she introduced herself during a introduction ceremony or a, never mind, she notably skipped mentioning her famous dad's last name. All right, so we'll look at it right here if you can see the video. All right, and so there she is. As you guys know, she's, I think she's uh, from Africa, African. All right, and so there it is right there. These are what they're making it there, and shout out to her. She looking good right there. She looking good right there. Definitely nice and fit and feminine and fertile. But uh, there's the announcement there. That's what they're making a big deal about. She basically announced her name as Jolie. All right, dropping the pit, which her name legally is Pit Jolie. All right, but she didn't say that. Now, that they're running with this. We don't know if she's made a legal distinction uh, to say that, but it says right here, the Jolie Pitt uh, parent snub of her father comes after years of speculation that the actor has remained estranged from his six kids. Is this what they calling it? Is this what they calling it? Estranged? <laughs> Shortly after Jolie filed for divorce following two years of marriage, only two, and by the way, they were only married for two years. They also were together for almost 10 years, and they couldn't survive two years of marriage. That's how scammy marriage is, all right? And as a result, because the, because the marriage ended in a, the, the breakup ended at, with the marriage, not the at the uh, boyfriend-girlfriend stage, Jolie's able to drag Brad Pitt. Shortly after Jolie filed for divorce following two years of marriage, reports surfaced that Pitt was being investigated for child abuse related to an argument on a plane with Maddox. The details were never fully disclosed. When Pitt filed for joint custody of the children, Jolie refused, a.k.a. held the kids against the father, and the two have been embroiled in a brutal legal battle ever since, and it's not concluded. So, um, yeah. You just fight for custody. Okay, I want to see my kids equally to you. All the woman has to say is no. Once she says no, be prepared to fight. <laughs> I don't even know why legally they can say no. But normally what they do is they use the civil bullet theory of he abused the child. And they will take that one instance of abuse and then they will run with it as a means to say no. Now the woman can legally say no and then now you got to fight. It's sad. It's absolutely sad and pathetic. And so when they say he's been estranged from the kids, I know what they mean, but legally he's been alienated from the kids. I mean, by definition, right here, the article says, nope, Jolie refused. That's called alienation. That's not estrangement. He's been alienated from his kids. And as a result, what happens is over time during this period of the fight, the mother gets to sink her claws into the child. And then the relationship with the father is disrupted. I don't care how old the so-called child is. As long as that period of disruption exists, 
the mother gets to gaslight and manipulate the child. They don't know any better. So then the father, as much as he is distant, it looks like he's being distant on purpose. He's just out there screwing, living his best life, spending money, traveling. He's just out there being, he just walked away. He, he left. And then what happens is the child will get closer and bond to the mother. Thus, you will see activities like this where the child will just say, I'll just take mom's last name as a means to connect with the mother. I don't need dad's last name. He He's away. He's not helping. He's not paying his child support. He's traveling. He's doing He's got girlfriends. This is called parental alienation. This is a result of parental, parental alienation. When you see stuff like this, where the daughter says, I'm going to drop dad's last name, that is a result of parental alienation. It's not a result of anything less than that. That's parental alienation. That is the playbook 101 step of, hey, I'm no longer, this is sad, but we allow this shit. Uh, we allow this shit. All right. But, um, you know, people are trying to say uh, he didn't want the kids. He obviously does. He filed for custody of them. I mean, legally, he wants them. Legally, he's bonded to them. So, you know, the whole thing of trying to dismiss it, try not to dismiss it because all you're doing is playing into the playbook of the feminist playbook. He obviously likes the child. He probably didn't want to adopt them. He adopted them as a result of the mission of the mother initially, but that doesn't mean he didn't bond with them. That doesn't mean he just wants to walk away. And um, when we do that, we play into the hands of the woman on that one. We should allow fathers to decide if they want to walk away. Let fathers decide if they want to walk away, and then the consequences should reign. But legally, we can prove that Brad Pitt does want to be with the children because he has filed case. Uh, he has filed for joint custody. That's definitely an admission that he wants to be there. Um, so we have to actually allow dads to decide and litigate and have fair and equal time without these use of the silver bullet theory so if we can say Brad Pitt walked away, then that's another story. He just walked away. He didn't file for custody. He said, kick rocks. I didn't want these kids anyway. That's, we can't show proof of that. I can show proof that he wants to be there. And she basically said no, all right, which is sad. All right, anyway, uh, anyway, 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 guys, be careful what you got out here, man, because, guys, the system is not tailored for you. We live in a gynocentric court system. All right, here we go. The loneliness epidemic. The loneliness epidemic. The new world order. I mean, sorry. New, new, new world order. Not the new world order. The WHO, the World Health Organization right here. New, 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 new world order. Declares loneliness a global health threat. They launch a commission for action. Mm. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, let's hear about this. The World Health Organization. Declares loneliness a global health threat launches a commission for action. It says, um, it says, and they've initiated an international commission. All right. How many times I go to read this? They put the damn headline in every paragraph. It says the WHO. (laughs) Again, they mentioned it launched the commission of social connection Mm. to address loneliness as a pressing health threat promote social connections as a priority 
and accelerate the scale of uh, the scaling up of solutions in countries of all incomes. All right, interesting. New, 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 new world order. Quote, it says the U.S. Surgeon General Dr. Vivek Murthy and the African Union Youth Envoy Cheeto Mapimba, it says right here, are leading a group of 11 leading policymakers, thought leaders, and advocates new, 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 new world to address loneliness globally. Quote, I am thrilled to work closely with the outstanding group of commissioners on advancing social connection a vital component of well-being. Together, we can build a world that is less lonely, healthier, and more resilient. New, 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 new <clears throat> world order. Given the profound health. Okay, they got a lot here. I ain't about to read all this. All right, young people are not immune to loneliness. Social isolation can affect anyone of any age, anywhere. Ay, ay, ay. New, 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 new world order. Okay. Let's stop it right there. Just too much reading. Obviously, obviously, this organization also promoted social distancing, quarantining, staying away from each other, six feet apart. All right. A whole bunch of things that have now let us, uh, what do you call it? Working at home. Uh, also schooling at schooling in your room. All right. Via iPad. Oh, it'll be all right. And then people have become people are habitual. People do adopt things very relatively quickly. And then they find that, hey, listen, why would I go into the office and socialize? Uh, people have figured out how to homeschool. People have figured out that they can actually survive with the Internet as long as it exists without having to go outside. People have learned how to work from home and start businesses from home where they don't have to interact. They can have clients. I know a tutor that I set my son up with, and they don't even live in the same area. He lives in another state. My son lives in another state. I hired him to tutor my son in, in, in math. And they don't even, he doesn't even live where he's tutoring the students. He used to live there, but because of the pandemic, he moved to Texas. But now his clientele still is in, in California. And he runs his business just like that, tutoring on iPad. So people have figured out how to do this, and they probably have found that they're okay isolating. For instance, they're okay without a relationship. They're okay without being around family. They're okay without going outside to grocery shop. I'll just do Amazon delivery. They're okay doing this, but there are health consequences related to that. I find that for myself because I don't have a job. I do this for free, allegedly. And then I go out very sparingly, right? I can have fun. I can build in the Desert Storm bunker. I got my hobbies right here. So it's not a necessity that I go out to parties and clubs and nightlife and all these things to socialize. So we're dealing with the fact that we can live without socializing. I thought there, there's health consequences to it. The irony is new, 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 new that they're now calling this a problem. I think they're creating a problem. They created the problem. They, yeah, somebody just said it all by design. This is design. They designed this problem, and then they're coming out with the cure. Similar to the new, 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 new world. They cry, yeah, the problem and solution equals money. I mean, this is just obvious. So what will happen is dependency on pharma, you know, uh, lack of uh, mobility, overweight, obese, obesity, lack of physical activity, lack of socializing. Then they come up with the cure and they come up with not a cure. They come up way you ways you can um ways you can uh, make money by treating it. They come up with the treatment. Same thing with mental health. It's a treat. They, they, they give you the, the reason to become mentally unstable 
They provide it around, and then all of a sudden they're like, here's the treatment. Not the cure. Here's the treatment. There's money in the treatment. So we're seeing this behavior being instilled upon the public, and the reason why is because most people are morons, and they must be under control. They must be under control. In fact, most of us choose overwhelmingly authoritative rulers. We normally choose less freedom. We give away rights. This is what people do. We're morons. We need to be controlled. We need, we need to be instructed. In our employment, we choose authoritarians, um, people who control us. In our relationships, we ultimately, women ultimately choose men that control them. All right, not me, coach. Yes, all women deal with controlling-ass men for the first 10, 15 years of their life. Because all of y'all want to run out here, he was so controlling and abusive, then want to rebuke my statement. Bullshit. Most people want to be controlled. All right, we have this experiment of, of so-called freedom, and we failed. We basically give our rights back on a daily basis. All right, we choose authority. We choose tyranny. We choose it. Even in the presence of the guy, the smiling politician, the smiling politician who wants to take your rights, we give it to him. The mean politician that looks like the tyrant is actually not the tyrant. The tyrant is the guy that smiles and uh-huh, 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 eats ice cream. And we're like, oh, he's the good guy. Meanwhile, they just took over the internet. They just taking away your rights left and right. And he over there licking ice cream. All right. So which is what, which is weird. We chose as a group collective, we chose the authoritarian, but he didn't present himself as the authoritarian. He presented himself as the nice guy. We voted him in overwhelmingly the most popular and we chose his cronies to control us. All right, so we choose authority, we choose rule, and we also choose the, the rulers give us the cure, All right? So now the rulers are giving us the cure, All right? The, the very people who divided you are now giving you the cure to bring you back together. Why? Because people are idiots. People are morons. People are sheeple. How, how do you do this? Ninjas are sheeples. They'll go back to these people and ask for reparations. The, the very people who caused the repair, <laughs> caused the fracture, they're supposed to repair it. I don't understand. Well, people are sheeple. This is all sheeple mentality. So anyway, this stuff is actually dumb to me, but there are some people who have isolated themselves greater than they did during the pandemic, and I don't think we'll ever recover from it. And I actually told you in 2020, this will cause a greater strain on the mental health, uh, 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 mental health program. Nope. Right? Yeah. What do you mean? No. Yeah. I was like, mental health is going to go crazy. As a result of this isolation. And I was right. Speaking of isolation. Speaking of isolation. We have this sister right here. Um, <laughs> this sister right here. Uh, this sister right here. Uh, yeah, boy. Sister, uh, get it together over here. India Irie over here. All right, she has something to say. Let's listen. Let me just say this and make it so clear. I am a loner. I enjoy my time alone. I enjoy it. So if I bring you into my space, my life, my circles, and my body, come correct. This uh -oh. is a fortified house. It's solid. Uh -oh. Don't come in with the mess. Don't come in trying to shake shit up. <laughs> if that's your plan, 
if you don't have good intentions, which is why I keep saying I'm oh. dating intentionally and people don't seem to comprehend what that even means. Oh, if your intentions are not to help me oh. keep my house with a roof like I've been doing for the last 30 years, oh, please get the fuck out. Stay on my way. Oh. Move. Out my way. So somebody else who has good intentions can move out my way. Oh. Oh. Move. Oh. That is all. Yeah, that's it, man, right there, man. Okay, man. I tell you, uh Hey man, be careful who you put your pipe in because women are fed up. Ninja, the next ninja that uh, treat her dirty gonna get cut. Ninja, she gonna be like, Nah, I got to cut you. All right, she gonna cut y'all ninjas acting crazy on her. She's fed up. She's had it up to here with all of this mess. All right, yeah, who hurt that woman? So what? What it appears to be happening is she feels like people are getting over on her. Ninjas trying to hit them skins. They're not trying to date intentionally. Of course, we'll say, yes, we're trying to date intentionally. And then we try to hit them skins. And we'll talk about that later. Because women are like, why do men do this? They open up our love tank and they diss us. Ladies, I'm going to tell you. Hey, ladies, are you listening? I know you're listening. Hey, I'm going to tell you later on why men diss you after penetrating you. I'm here to teach. You might not agree with this. Not all men are going to do this. No, some men will not do this. They'll do it later on. But I'm going to tell you why men, and I'm going to have a woman tell you why men do this. This is not despicable behavior. This is nature behavior. But um, the next ninja that penetrate her getting stabbed, for sure. Now I got to cut you. But uh, what she did indicate is loneliness epidemic. She did highlight the fact that she likes to be alone. Now, remember, loneliness and being alone are two different things. She's very comfortable being alone. Although you can see there's some residue from that loneliness, right? So she desires a mate that is kind of on her save wavelength. It's going to be tough at age 30 to find this because men in her age group aren't going to provide this. Also, she wants to maintain her own life and her own existence. I can understand everything she's talking about. I'm very similar. I don't want a woman to come in here and mess any of this up. She's like, I like it the way it is. If a woman came into my life and start coming in here, hey, we should do this and we should do that. I would be like, bitch, you got to go. All right, I'm not trying to change up anything. I don't want no, I don't want to change my furniture rearrangement. I don't want to change where the silverware drawer is. I don't want to change it. Ninja, this is my habitual place. So I understand her on that one. Obviously, she has gone off the deep end with this, and she doesn't want anybody to waste her time or disrupt her flow. So this is because we become accustomed to being alone. We become accustomed to it, even in the, the fractured marriage dating marketplace. Women are overwhelmingly choosing to be alone, which is also their have loneliness as well. They want a man, but want a man in the right way. All right, so we're seeing this happening here. And this is why you are going to see, they're going to say men are going to be the victims of this, but women are. Women are going to be the over overwhelming victims of this. They desire a mate more than men do. We desire a warm place and a warm embrace. To wrap you in. My warm embrace. Yeah. And uh, so this woman likes to be alone, but you can see that clearly that alone time is not being good for her mental health. It's not. And I'm concerned about it. We do have another sister says, I am 33 years old with no life. 
Oh, my. All right. Um, we're not going to play your entire video here. Uh, there is a peak part of the video here. But um, if you want to check out the video, go ahead and check it out. Uh, obviously, there's some things that stand out as to why you have no life. But I'm not here to diss. Perhaps some chapstick. But uh, that might, we could start there. All right, Harriet Tubman has something to say there. I have no means to diss her, though. But I can see why you have no life. But uh, there's some other things maybe she could work on. Moving on. <laughs> oh, by the way, a lot of women don't have a life at all. They don't have a life to, uh, if they don't have a mate, they don't have a life. It is very rarely that you see women that have, a, have, have no mate and they have a life. Now, don't get confused. Don't get confused because ninjas will be out here getting confused that um, that these women have a life. And you'll be like, look at them. They on Instagram having a life. But a lot of those women have a mate behind the scenes. And a lot of those women do desire a mate. But they also desire a guy that they could just pull off the shelf. And then they can go live their lives. But when they go home, ninja, trust me, they be like this. <laughs> Yeah, that lonely time catches up, Ninja. That lonely time catches up to them. They be really sad down in the deep down. Listen, don't let them fool you guys. When they when they go home, they be like, you know, those lonely nights when they sleeping in that cold-ass bed and they got nothing to clutch on and nothing to cuddle with and they want to be held, they all want to be held. It's it's just a thing that they're designed for. So they, they will have ninjas come penetrate them and leave. Can you spend the night? And you be like, no, nah, baby, I can't spend the night. Oh, I was hoping you could spend the night. And then you leave out the door after you done hit them skins and busted that nut and cleaned everything off with a warm rag. You skedaddle. You hit the float. All right. Get pedal to the metal. And she got to sleep in the wet spot by herself. Ninja with her teddy bear under her pillow. Ninja. Yep. They, this is just how they're built. Now, I never believe that they can't just exist on their own. They're social creatures. They desire to be held and cuddled. All right, it is what it is, man. That empty beds catch up to them. All right, so the dude they're hooking up with, the sneaky link, can you stay a little bit longer? You don't want to sleep over? The answer is nope. And they got to go to bed. That's how they go to bed, right here. <laughs> they go to bed just like this. They get, well, all right. All right, after you done busted all them split different <laughs> nuts, all right, you done, you done went two rounds <laughs> on that pudussy, and now she's sleeping in the puddle. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Now she's sleeping in the puddle, man. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, they need it. They need it. Don't never let them fool you, man. Don't let them get it. Don't get it twisted out here, man. They need that love. All right, let's go on to the next story here. Uh, here's another one. Here's another one showing signs of fragility related to the loneliness epidemic. Let's hear what this sister has to say. Uh, here we go right here. I'm about to go on a dirt. And uh, I have to get all my weirdness out before I see him. Because I want to, I want to impress him. He said, what's up? Oh, the humanity. So I'm about to go on a <laughs> dirt. And uh, I have to get all my weirdness out before I see him. Because I want to, I want to impress him. <laughs> he said, what's up? Oh, my. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez Louise, man. Now I got to cut These you. women out here, weirdos, man. I'll tell you, man, spending too, time, too much time alone as you age and your frontal cortex develops 
It's no good for women. Y'all need some instructions out here. Uh, mental illness is real. These women out here, weirdos. Shout out to her, man. Listen, oh, gosh. And they hide all of this. They hide all of this when they come out and meet you. They be acting all coy and innocent. They be like, hi, I'm just a lady, and I do this and rep false representation of themselves. If you, <laughs> man, this is our world is gone. And a lot of people like weirdo women. All right, you think this is cute, Ninja. Wait till that crazy come out after she get comfortable with you. Why don't men stay with me after they penetrate me? Because the crazy done came out. She like, what? Now I got to cut you. <laughs> I love that. What's going on with our people out here, man? These y'all sisters out here. Let me play it again. So I'm about to go on a dirt. And uh, I have to get all my weirdness out before I see him. Because I want to I wanna impress him. He's so awesome. Oh, my Lord. Oh, the humanity. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, we spend the Generation Z. Generation Z, y'all spend too much time by yourselves in them rooms. We we don't realize what we did to Gen Z. We messed them up. Hey, Gen Z, I feel bad for you. We do have a lot of criticisms for Gen Z, the Zoomers, but we screwed them up. We dropped the ball, Ninja. We start feminism killed it. The pandemic killed Gen Z. All right, the expectations of the economy, the new world order, whoever you want. New, 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 new world order. Gen Z is cooked like. They've been cooked in hot fish grease. Hi, yi, yi. Y'all got to watch out here. All right. That's the loneliness epidemic. We're trending close to the main event. We got one more issue to discuss. Um, but before we discuss it, I'm going to catch up on some contributions. Stay, stay here. Stay here. Hit the like button. And we're going to keep it going here. We're going to keep it going here. Um, excuse me. I'm getting over a cold. Shout out to Jarius. He says she got more unhinged as the video continued. Imagine those things. I'm glad they're showing it on their diary TikTok because they're out here showing you why they're single. As the video went on, she got incrementally loony. Shout out to Loud Pocket says, where are those? It's pronounced orgy chipper ninjas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's pronounced orgy. Shout out to y'all. I mispronounce things on purpose and sometimes on accident. She does have a good singing voice, but again, the facial, the facial ain't working for her. Mm -hmm. Okay, we got Faith is in here. Okay, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Fixes a bias says the reason they can't find Bigfoot is because it is a interdimensional creature they can come in and out of the reality like a UFO can, and there are several of them, not just one. Interesting. Listen, I ain't never seen one. That's interesting. He also says, also, that was a textbook black pill stream last night. The black pill philosophy states, you can max out your looks, but you can't become or look as good as Chad if you ain't got the genetics facts. All right, so if people want to catch up on the five, um, five archetypes of men we talk about, you know, people try to become Chad or Tyrone. They, men are trying to become and find themselves, and they act as characters until they become the man that they need to become. And the reason, and there's no, there's no, there's nothing wrong with that because we're not who we need to be yet as a man. So in our early 20s, sometimes in our late teens, early 20s, and 30s, we play characters. And we play archetypes to fit certain 
things. And some things we cannot become. Some things we try to overcompensate for. So look at that stream. Shout out to JQ says, keep talking that talk. Appreciate y'all, man. We in here. Shout out to Faith. Hey, coach, uh, do you hate when people try to tell you what to do when they're not trying to do ish for themselves with what they got? My ex inherited his father's brownstone along with his brother's no mortgage. He lives there paying the bills, taxes, and his brothers live in New Jersey, does construction, and instead he fixes up the rooms in the house to rent it out. He can't because his brothers locked up their room to keep them from getting rented out. And but tells me I should have airbnb my mom's house instead of selling Ninja. I did what was best for me, and I'm happy. You ain't doing ish, but wasting money because of your bum-ass brothers. Give them the buzzer. I always tell people, only take advice from people that have walked the walk that you want to be in. Right? If people are guessing, you can't guess with your life. In fact, uh, what you were talking about, you know, women that encourage women to get a divorce, they're never married women. Like, they're never married women where their relationship is going south. It's only women that can relate to that woman. They have a fractured marriage. And the other woman says, hey, I'm thinking of leaving my husband. She says, you should do it. I'm thinking of leaving mine now. And then she'll jump off the cliff and she'll do it. And the other woman will stay. Or single women will tell the divorced woman, you should leave that ninja. And them single bitches ain't got a husband to speak of. And then she'll jump the cliff and then be out there single with them struggling broads. And then that woman will figure out why these bitches are single. If you're starting a business, they'll tell you, um, when I was starting to shift into fitness training, People were like, oh, uh, train at the YMCA, train pregnant women, train women that want to get married, that want to lose weight. And those are all dead ends. Those are all struggle paths. And they are never going to get into that business, so they have no clue of what they're talking about. Only deal with people that, A, have experience in what the, what, what, what the field is, either business-oriented, self-employment, and or in the business you want to be in. And number two, only deal with people who have as much to lose as you. Only deal and listen to people that have as much to lose as you. So if you, if they tell you you should get married and you're a man, you should marry a Gen Z or a Zoomer or a Zennial, more like a Zennial, but they ain't got nothing to lose in you getting married, only to gain, oh, well, I'll get to have grandkids, but they ain't, ain't going to lose when you get divorced, don't listen to them. They're, they don't have anything to lose by your dumb ass uh, by your dumbass following their advice. Only mess with people who have as much to lose as you. And number two, only take advice from people who have skin in the game. They've actually followed that course. And then they can give you good suggestions. They've already bumped their head doing what you want to do. And they can tell you how to avoid bumping your head as many times. But if a person is just a wage slave and you're talking about becoming self-employed and they point you to go work at 24-hour fitness and you're like, nah, I want to actually make some money. <laughs> and they're like, what's wrong with that? Well, there's nothing wrong with 24-hour fitness, except it ain't ideal for me, you know? So, yeah, it's crazy. Anyway. I always said, I'm going to move to a rich area. They were like, why don't you train in Riverside? It's cheaper to live there. I'm like, it's cheaper to live there for a reason. And people typically don't have disposable or discretionary income to afford a high-ticket item like fitness training. Wealthy people tend to set aside discretionary income for a ticket like that. Now, you might have to live in their area, 
or slightly outside of that area to monetize and monopolize the opportunity or capitalize the, on the opportunity to train people in said area. So you're going to have to live in the expensive area. You're going to benefit by living in the community. If you go outside the community and come back in, you won't be able to relate to the people. If you have kids that in, ingrain themselves in, your, in that community, you're going to get more clients. Because those people are going to see you and your kids in your neighborhood, and they're going to pick you. They're not going to pick some dude that comes in and out and takes the money in and out uh, in their Nissan Altima. They're not going to do it. And they're not, you're not going to relate to them. You can't talk about things that happen in the area. It's just going to be a mismatch. So people don't want to do that. They, they, I guess there's strategies around it. But what you'll do is go cheapo on your living and then you'll never pick up the, you'll never be able to relate to the clientele. So then you're doing $25 sessions, cattle calls of overweight people who are going to just go cheapo on you. They're going to do it. They're going to cheap out on you. They're going to miss sessions. They're going to ask for refunds. They're going to give you negative feedback on Yelp. All right. They're going to whittle you down. You're already offering them uh, slave wages. You already ain't making no money training their ass in the park. They're going to cancel sessions, not commit. <laughs> right. These are the people you don't want to train. And so take that as any type of uh, business. It's just not training. But that's how they work because they're used to not having discretionary or disposable income to afford these high ticket items. These are luxury items for for people who can afford them. Start your business. Yep, they want discounts. They want the hookup. They can't pay you. They forget their checkbook. They left their phone so they can't Venmo you. I'm telling you, man, that you go to the high price area. Every time I tell dudes that, I ask, they ask me all the time. I say, go, go live in a high price community. If you want to start a business like that, no, nah, man, man, it's too cheap and I, it's too expensive and I can't afford. I'm like in gas alone, you already going to cover the expense in between the living expense. Anyway, it's just, it's so weird, but a lot of people do have a F, mindset is everything. Mindset is everything. You got to switch your mindset. Well, all there's just too many white people out there. Okay. Well, stay broke, ninja. I don't know. What, hey, go, go train in Hawthorne then. Go train in Hawthorne. Good luck. <laughs> so you can be around your people. I'm going to go where the wealthy people are that can afford my, and I'm going to charge high ticket price. My rate's going to be up there. So even the people who are middle class in the wealthy area can't afford me. Eventually, that's what I'm going to target. But, you know, it is what it is. Um. Somebody got some, I don't know what's going on here. There's a guy typing long-ass paragraphs. All right. There's a, there's a guy in here. He really irate. I could tell when people type in long-ass paragraphs, he's trying to get my attention. The fuck? I don't know what he's talking about. Maybe he's talking to somebody else. I don't know what he's talking about. Anyway, uh, I just see long-ass paragraphs going up. What is he talking about? Calm down, Ninja. Ain't nobody reading that shit. He said, go train in Southgate. Exactly. Go train in Southgate, Ninja. Go train in Carson. All right, I don't know what to tell you. All right, shout out to uh, Dark Style Foundation. I'm oh, sorry, no government name. BH says, also check out the story of Brad Pitt's son, Pax Jolie Pitt. 
He made a social media post calling his dad a world-class a-hole and an effing awful human and then disparaged him as a deadbeat. Angelina alienated all of his kids. So is, is Paxson the biological? And just, just so you know here, Pax, what's his name? Is he a biological? Oh, this ninja, wait. Okay, okay, he has grown up. How old is he? He's 19. Oh, this just released, by the way. This is just three hours ago. It says right here, Angel. So the alienation is here. He's an adopted, so he's Asian. Uh, Pax right here. So I'm, this is the media covering this. The media is on this. So this is a media blitz probably designed by Angelina. Um, he called the world-class a-hole, despicable person uh, who makes his fourth youngest child tremble in fear. Oh, man, parental alienation is straight up real. Like, that is crazy. So um, she's already claimed that. Uh, first of all, I don't know Brad Pitt. I don't know Angelina. I don't. Um, but I know that Angelina has intentionally tried to alienate the kids against Brad Pitt and it's been successful. It's been very successful. Now, I don't know. I don't see him as being abusive. Maybe he had an alcohol issue. I have no idea. I don't see Angelina as a, the sense, the sensible person. She's not the standard stable parent. She's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs too. But, um, this is how, this is the result of parental alienation and she's getting these stories put out. She's getting the kids to side with her. Uh, they've already distanced themselves from him. He's already washed his hand. He's like, I can't win. He basically took the you can't win. You can't win. And all of that. This is, this is straight up parental alienation. He can't be this bad of a human being to deserve what he's getting from these children right now. Uh, you know, men, this is kind of the plight of men. You know, we're disposable. We're disposable. And, uh, yeah, you can work hard for your kids all the way up until 13 and a divorce will happen. Parental alienation will occur. I would be hard pressed as to find out what exactly was the tipping point. I want to know. I'll, I'll read the article. I want to hear about he was abusive. He kicked us. He punched us in the chest. He he withheld food from us. Right. He um he woke up in the morning on an alcohol bender. And, 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 uh, you know, and kicked us in the shin. Uh, I want to hear it. What is it? What is it? What you will never hear is you'll never hear exactly what it is. Most of it is, uh, the mother's interpretation of the relationship. How did the man treat the mother? And I've actually covered this extensively in many streams. Women believe that you could be a good father but if you're not a good husband or a good mate to the mother, it wipes out the good father. I've had women explain this. I've actually showed you videos of the women saying all of that means nothing. And, and this is basically men cannot live up to any standard or expectation. You can be the perfect person and they'll find a reason as to why you're not it. Right. So the women will say, hey, he was a good dad, but it, you can't be a good dad if you're not a good spouse. What? Those two are not connected. But because the woman feels slighted in the relationship, because the man left her, because the man is basically saying, I'll stay for the kids, I can't deal with you, or I want my custody, because of that, they get to say, well, 
you're not a good father because you don't treat me right. These bitches is crazy. They just play the clown music. Again, goalposts over here. Now, of course, if you don't have the <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. These, yeah, or or you cheated on my mother, therefore you don't get to be a father. What? Or therefore you're not a good man if you had cheated on your spouse. B. Simone said that about Martin Luther King. I swear to God. And for, when it comes to men, we got to pitch a shutout. Women can make all kinds of mistakes. They can have an inability to support their kids. They can be a crack whore. I'm going to show you that in a minute. I'm going to show you that. A mother is um, trying to get custody of her kids after being out here being addicted to drugs. They can be a stripper, OnlyFans. They can have abused their kids, try to choke them out, and they'll still get custody. Okay, you could be a mom. Come on. They can cheat on their husband. Cheat on their husband. Well, he pushed me into his arms and then get custody. A man makes one mistake, and that ain't even a mistake. It's an interpretation of his mistake. Often, often the mistake is he didn't want to be with the mother anymore. That's the mistake. He basically said, I'm done with this one. I'll just stay with my kid. If that woman gets that treatment, she will find every way to make that guy not the father. I got to ruin the father because of he didn't want me. And nobody will acknowledge this publicly. You monkey ass pseudo-psychologists, you therapists, therapists, you court clerks, judges, you attorneys will out acknowledge the damage that these women are doing to the children, society at large, because women are the worst parental statistically. They're the worst when they're parenting alone. And they will allow these women to abuse children mentally and emotionally to the point where they take the presiding patriarch and ruin him. Do you think in this case that Angelina is trying to see, here's the, here's the secret to this. I'm going to tell you where the secret is because this tells you everything about this. Is Angelina trying to rehab these relationships or does she enjoy this? Watch. I'm going to say it again. This is going to always be the mark to measure a damaging parental alienator. If a child says this about the father, does the mother try to rehab this? Does she say, I want to bridge the gap between how my kid sees their dad as opposed to allowing the kid to continue forth with life with these ideas. The reality is Angelina's loving this. The only reason she's loving it is because she's a bitter bitch. If she was a true parent, she would actually bridge the gap and say, this is not good for you. What did I do? What did he do? We need to go through a family reconciliation period. We need to correct this because this could have long-term consequences for the parent and you. We need to rehab this. They never do, which is the signal of parental alienation. They basically sit back and be like, yeah, good. Huh? Hmm? That's the tipping. That's the key. If they're enjoying it, if they're saying good for you, kid, you made the right decision, 
Yep. Are they trying to force the kid to see the father? Are they trying to call the father in? Are they trying to say, dad, what's going on here? Why do these kids feel this way? If they immediately side with the kid, that's an indication of the mother is a bitter bitch and she's trying to alienate the kid from the father. It's just a bit. It's just what it is. Anyway, it's wild out here, but Ninja, I got this shit figured out. The reality is they don't want me to tell you that I got it figured out. New, 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 new world order. I can call it for how I see it. The Dark Side Foundation says, I find it amazing that XXs can leave you, slander you, rebel, and be defiant, yet expect you to provide and protect for them. The entitlement is unreal. In fact, Brian McKnight continues to go through this. He's been alienated by his children from previous marriages. They're now adults, and his daughter sued him. And now they're out here trying to really throw his name under the bus again by saying they don't like that he has a new child and he named the new child Brian. But he has an older child named Brian as well. So there's either Brian Jr. and Brian the third or second, whatever it is. But he has a closer relationship with this new child. The other two have been alienated against him. And, but they want him to pay. They have sued him monetarily. His children. So in essence, they want nothing to do with him, but he still has to pay the bill. He still, he took the older children out of the will. He said, y'all can go on a bump. And, but because he now has a relationship with the new child, he's supposed to have force a relationship with the other children and they don't want it. They've already filed suit, which is, which is a declaration of war. He's supposed to do what? Kowtow? pay the bill no you cut off i'm gonna tell you you american men you american men have to start cutting off your children if they act in the spirit of rebellion or they've been alienated by the alienated by the mother and op, operate as an operative of the mother All this is, is the mother can continue the abuse of the father into the children's adulthood. This is all that's happening because most mothers can't continue the abuse of the father once the kids become an adult. Once the kids become an adult, the, the kid can bond with the father legally. She can't control it anymore meaning that she can't go through child support. She can't restrict visitation in custody. The child can go back to the father. If they successfully alienate the child like Pax and like the other one, and then they can go about, uh, uh, go about uh, disparaging the father in public, then the woman has successfully extended the, extended the, uh, the children into the alienation, right? So the mother can now continue the abuse of the father into the children's adulthood, right? So now graduation, college, marriage, when the children have children, holidays, she can successfully extend her olive branch of abuse through the children. I tell you, guys, at that point, you need to wash your hands. You need to disown your children. All right, they get to doing this 16, 17, 18, 19. Just walk off. If your children come back to you, they'll come back to you. But most of the time, they'll be ran through, crack cords. They'll be abused by another man. The kids will be down bad, no money, broke. Ninja, just, 
Just claim the deadbeat, put the deadbeat across your chest, and move on with your life. Uh, you cannot overcome this because we allow women to abuse children. We allow it. We allow it. Yeah, it's a proxy war. We allow this, and they celebrate this. The media celebrates this. Uh, the woman celebrates this. The children celebrate this, and it's all as a humiliation to the father. Just, hey, write them out of the will, Ninja. Go make some other kids if you want. Move to another country. Your life is free now. All right, it is what it is. Anyway, this, this own kids. This own kids. You don't need to deal with abuse. <laughs> all right. Oh. You don't need to deal with abuse as men. You don't need to put up with this bullshit to try to keep connections with people because you, they share your DNA. All right, if the mother's hell-bent on alienating the kids against you, wash your damn hands. All right, don't try to work that shit out. <laughs> All right, keep it moving, Ninja. All right, because they're, you're really fighting a battle that you're ill-prepared for. You're ill-prepared for because there's no referee once they become adults. There's no court referee. The only, they're only the rapists left. There's no referee. There's no judges. It's just you versus the mother, and you're not going to win this alien. You're not going to win this emotional abuse. All right, it's sad, but this is how we, this is what men have to deal with. Uh, anyway, what are we doing here? Macaroni Tony, my fault. I'll chill out. Peace be unto you as you are all one nation under a groove. All right, shout out to you, man. Sadly, and I'll cover the Brian McKnight story later. I actually covered it earlier this year. But uh, we'll cover it later just to show you legacy ninjas how hard the game is out here. It's hard to game. Um, fathers need to pitch shutouts out here. Mm. All right. What are we doing here? Let's get back to the show. Da speaking of the daddy, all right, speaking of daddy out here. Damn daddy. All right. Uh, we got daddy energy. All right. This is interesting take here. This young lady is going to talk about something as we trend forward into the main event this woman is going to say something here this kind of goes back to what i call women as property what makes them open up what makes them feel secure and so forth and so on and oftentimes it's support protection and money all right let this young lady speak real quick and i got some fold-up instructions for her real quick all right, all right, here we go. A man with a six pack or a man with a really good haircut or a man with shiny toys. Or all, right, with all right, hold on for a second. Let me go back and see what she's talking about. A man with a six pack or a man with a really good haircut or a man with shiny toys or like whatever they use to like flex these days. It's a man with daddy energy. And by daddy energy, I mean like a provider. Like it's a providing energy. Like, a man who's just going to take care of you, not Damn necessarily daddy. financially, but like emotionally and physically. And he just shows up. He's a man of his word. Damn or um, he goes and grabs the door for you, not because he's trying to impress you, but like he literally does that for everybody. Damn or daddy. he checks on you like, did you make it home? OK, um, how are you feeling emotionally? Like checks okay, in on daddy. you. Um, yeah, and like I'm at the point now where it doesn't even matter if you're older, if you're younger, Damn daddy. if you have a six pack, if you don't have a six pack, if you have a full hairline or you don't have a full hairline, it's Damn what's your daddy. energy. And if you don't have daddy energy, I can't do it. I, I feel like I've been money. with too many men with baby energy and it's put me into like a motherly place Damn where daddy. I almost don't even want to have kids anymore. Because I've done nothing but raise.
All right, all right. She had a lot more to say there. It was cut off on the video right there, right there, Ninja. I'm telling you, man. Look, if you watched yesterday's show. All right, if you watched yesterday's show, I've been telling you that women are treating this way. One of the reasons why is the economy's crushing them, right? And it's causing all of these issues that we see. We're causing the isolation, the loneliness, the the financial instability, and so forth that women are they're reverting back to. Uh, lazy girl jobs and soft girl era. They're trying to find this secure place, this safe zone. What you're seeing is a lot of women adopting this mindset. Yeah, now, it's going to become more prevalent the more worse we get into our world right here. And so, yeah, all right, she looking for daddy. Okay, daddy. All right, she looking for daddy. She's like, I don't care if he got a six-pack, receding hairline. Again, the standards start to go down when the need starts to go up. Right, so here we go right here, and I will fold her ass up like a love letter from the second grade, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, All right, but here's the deal. Here's the deal. This is this energy that we're seeing out here. It's not necessarily, and I talked about it yesterday, the age gap is going to explode. It's going to spike because of need. We were always in this need, except for we've been propped up in the last 50 to 70 years to be independent and workers and partners. That's all exploding for a lot of people. So Gen Z's coming up going, where do I fit in with this? They're not in the feminist propaganda. They're leaving this. They're kind of leaving this. They don't understand why feminists work so hard to push these women out here to work. I'm going to play a video here to back that up. But this daddy energy is actually starting to prevail. Men that are in position to capitalize on this, they're going to capitalize. Men who are not and want to go back to the old ways, those old ways are dying by the minute. So it's going to be hard for men to figure out what they really want out here. Most women are looking for a transactional base relationship. The barbarian is at the gate. They're trying to find a way to survive. The overwhelming prevailing need for women is security and provision and protection. The sad part about it is that's not even enough as a man. That's not even enough because even if when you don't do that, she can say, well, you weren't doing the emotional grunt work either just because you were providing. I, I'm going to prove this in a comment. Just because you're providing doesn't mean you're doing enough. You got to come home and fold laundry and fulfill her emotional needs. This is because women are desperate at this point. So even the provision is not enough most of the time. And I and listen, I have young women that I mentor and they kind of want some provision. They come in full femininity. But they're also like, hey, what about this emotional shit over here? Mm. Nah, nah, I'm paying, to, I'm paying to not deal with that, <laughs> right? That's your bag. Go get a therapist. Let's show you here. Um, let's show you here. This woman is going to talk about something similar. Something similar. Oh, by the way, this makes it hard for people to really wonder what a woman wants in a relationship. All right, but here we go. Let me play her. What does she have to say? I finally heard the hottest sentence a guy could ever say to me. I went on a date with this guy last night. It was our second date, which if you know me, that's a big deal because I'm kind of picky on the first date, as I should be. Anyway, we're going to Pop Stroke, which is like a mini golf place. We're walking in and he goes, why do you have your purse? I'm going to say that one more time for you. Why do you have your purse? Does that do something for you or am I crazy? Like he's completely removing the expectation that I would even think about paying. Like I don't need my purse. He also carried my ID with me that whole night. I opened the car door. When he went to the bathroom, said, order as much food as you want. When I tell you this made me feel so safe around him, we had a blast. Oh, and by the way, he put my purse back in the car. I finally heard the hottest sentence a guy could ever say to me. 
Now, gentlemen are going to fight this. There's a lot to fight in there. There's a lot to unpack. And I'm going to unpack as much as I can of it. Uh, but young fellers are going to fight this, right? And they're going to be like, this is messed up. But what she's saying is I felt safe. I felt provisioned. And I felt secure. Oddly enough, these same things would make her a victim of domestic abuse. These same things would make her a victim of sex trafficking. These same things could possibly be considered controlling, narcissistic, and abusive behaviors. But that's neither here nor there. What she wanted was she got a guy that said, don't worry, I got it taken care of. Now, women, that's what they want. That's what they want. And they're going to want it more and more and more and more. They're trying to sell themselves as to get that. Even older women, that's what they want. But the same behavior will be considered controlling down the line in a relationship. Nope, give me your ID, I carry that. No, you can't have access to your phone. Give me your purse so you can't escape, bitch. (laughs) Right? I felt safe. He told me to order anything you want, but don't leave my sight. And he had his ID, my ID in his pocket, in his pocket zipped. I couldn't go. (laughs) it's considered financial abuse at this particular point. It's funny how women's brain works. Yeah. If he tries this down in the relationship, she going to be kicking and screaming. I can't have my ID. This is what they accuse Andrew Tate of. I couldn't leave. He took my credit card and ID. He flew me in. (laughs) They call this sex trafficking in many places as Cassie. This is sex trafficking. She got a lawsuit for $30 million on the books right now, but she felt safe at the moment because the money was there. The support was there and it was different than what she's used to because she's used to getting her tonsil butter tonsils buttered by Chad for nothing. No mini golf, no protection security, half the day paid and bitch, you only ordering chicken nuggets. All right. So, But somewhere six months, eight months down the line, this would be abusive behavior. I'll play it again so you can pick up on it. You can pick up on it. And this is why it's dangerous many times for men to be a leader because it's a no-win scenario. Trust me, I've been in situations where I've been this and the woman still found fault in what I did. Well, I need you to be connect with me emotionally. Man, what do you want? I get it. What do you want? All right, I'll connect with you emotionally, but I'm not giving you any support financially. Like, there's no, did you pay 50-50 for the date because you're putting me to work no matter what. I'm already doing this amount of work over here. I'm I'm actually giving you what you can't find on the marketplace right now. She just said, I've never heard these words. I've never felt this comfortable. I literally gave you something that you're not getting. So I gave you that, but it comes at a cost. You can't have everything. But they're literally pulling you in a no-win situation, E. You can't win! But they don't realize it because, you know, the elevator don't go all the way to the top floor here. Let's go ahead and play the video again so you can actually interpret where the abuse could come in and the fact that she's also going to require more of the, the guy that's giving her exceptional results, exceptional results, according to her. Here we go. I finally heard the hottest sentence a guy could ever say to me. I went on a date with this guy last night. It was our second date, which if you know me, that's a big deal because I'm kind of picky on the first date, as I should be. Anyway, we're going to Pop Stroke, which is like a mini golf place. We're walking in and he goes, why do you have your purse? I'm going to say that one more time for you. Why do you have your purse? I mean, 
Oh, there's no video. My bad. <laughs> All right. My bad. Hey, I was taking a look at this nice piece of uh, flatback calico here. All right, but let me go back. Why do you have your purse? You heard the audio. Now, they're at a mini golf, so it would not make sense to, listen, I take a lot of women to mini golf. Having a purse is not good because she got to pick it up, put it down, pick it up, put it down. So why do you have your purse? But she didn't look at it as why did you have your purse in terms of being functional on the mini golf? She looked at it as he's going to pay for the date, right? You won't need your credit card. A lot of women can't get this very simple thing. A lot. Oh, you can saw the video. Thank you. A lot of women can't get this simple thing when they go on a date. You will not understand the amount of men that will fight this part of the date. Okay, it's crazy. All right, so uh, let me continue here. And if you actually provide this or capable of providing this, you can win like crazy. You can win like crazy. It's out of control. All right, but a lot of them just feel that that's losing as well or tricking or giving them something they don't deserve, which is kind of awkward to me. All right, it's kind of awkward. You want femininity? Well, femininity costs, bitch. All right, uh, let's continue here. Does that do something for you or am I crazy? Like he's completely removing the expectation that I would even think about paying. Like I don't need my purse. That's not why he said don't bring your purse. He said that because it's not functional to bring a purse on mini golf. Everybody knows that, but continuing. He also carried my ID with me that whole night. Open the car door when he went to the bathroom. He carried the ID. See, this woman's look this woman misinterpreting the entire event. The reason why he carried the ID is probably because what you were wearing wouldn't allow the ID to be safely secured on your person. You might have had loose baggy clothes. It might have been windy outside. You might not have had a pocket, right? So it's just kind of a protection thing, but she's basically taking it to a level. Like you might have had a skirt on. You couldn't put your tat, you couldn't put your ID in your bra with them little itty bitty titties, right? That would have been useless. You would have lost the ID and it would have ruined the day. So it would have been better to put them in his man pockets. All right. Um, she took this shit way overboard. But here we go. I said, order as much food as you want. When I tell you this made me feel so safe around him, we had a blast. Ordering as much food as you want is a blast. Okay, all right. Um, by the way, he put my purse back in the car. I finally heard that. All right, and so, yeah, she, she basically getting some protection you know, that she hasn't got from a lot of men, even her father. Get him, daddy. All right, her father hasn't ever done anything that nice to her, but it's e I, I'm telling men, when you get leverage and option, it's easy to win with women. When you fight it and you don't get leverage and you try to live off of broads and go 50-50 and dating feminists and fat girls, all right, you end up being more frustrated out here. That evening cost him probably $55, <laughs> right? I'm going to say that evening at the golf stuff, golf and stuff, probably cost him $55. Now, some of you broke-ass ninjas trying to be out here or you ninjas holding so-called masculine frame trying to split the date. All right, but I guarantee you he didn't spend more than 70 bucks. But a lot of dudes aren't trying to do that. So a guy that comes in with that 70 bucks, trust me, that was chump change to him. He got to clap them cheeks like crazy. And he got another one he took to the same golf place the next day because I'm going to tell you this right now. 
I used to live by a golf place. They had to see me parade in there 50 women. I bet you they used to look at me like, here this ninja come with another woman. <laughs> and they were like, oh, I remember the, what color ball you want? Orange. The woman like, oh, you been here before? Maybe. Him, daddy. All right, golfing stuff is great. <laughs> All right. He definitely got them cheeks. All right, so I always told I told y'all mini golf is the perfect place. It's the perfect setup. And if you want to ditch the broad afterwards, you go through mini golf. She acting awkward. The game take 30 minutes. The date is over. Y'all want to go on coffee dates and sit there. Take her to mini golf. The date is like 30 minutes. You go one round, and if she goofy, just be like, game over. Okay, have a good night. I'm glad you enjoyed the day. Close the door. <laughs> right? I've dealt with women who are goofy. All right, and I was like, that was it. If they're cool, go a second round. Then after that, hey, you want to come to my crib for a drink? You want to go pick up a drink real quick? It's the, it's the best, best case scenario. And that ninja probably had, that's his, <laughs> he, got a, he got a whole strategy mm. on how he deals with women in golf and around that. Yep, top golf, same thing. You can walk and talk. You're not interviewing. You're not uncomfortable. The waiter is not interrupting you. Dinner dates are the worst date you can go on. It is the worst scenario to go on. Now, dinner dates are better when you know the woman. Dinner dates are awkward. You got to get up to take a piss, walk away, clean across. You got to wait by the damn door to have your name called. Sit there. Then they got to order the food you eating. You can't talk. You sitting across from each other like an interview the waitress or the waiter interrupting you five, ten times. You run out of drink. It's just a, it's the dumbest. So if any time a woman wants to take you, wants you to take her on a dinner date to get to know her, it's flawed logic. It's not a good first date. It's a great second date. Best third date is a dinner at one of your places. Your places are mine. Okay. Coffee dates are somewhat dumb. Bowling is on the level of mini golf. Bowling is great as well. These are all traditional. Dinner and movie is dumb, right? It's dumb. Dinner and movie is dumb. You're basically putting yourself in isolation where you can't talk. All right. And no, I don't want to finger pop the broad in the movie theater with the whole place smelling like Badussi. Okay. I'm not trying to finger pop, bro finger pop broads like I'm in high school. Dinner and movie is dumb. How are you talking to each other? And I mean, talking to each other, you're just sitting there and you're sitting there way too long. You're going to sit through a three hour movie and a two hour dinner. What? That's way too long. I don't know this woman. All right, quick in and out. Most dates, first dates don't need to be longer than three, 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes. I would end all dates at 45 minutes. Tops, max, max. But, you know. Women be like, I don't want to waste my makeup and hair. Well, bitch, you don't want to do this. Just say you don't want to do this. Anyway, let's get back to the show. I think women are sometimes goofy here. What are we doing here? Daddy energy? Oh, we got another one here. This woman is Shan Body. Shan Body is back on the CGA channel. All right, I would degrade Shan Body. She looks like a young, nice piece of calico. She's in her 30s. I would degrade this woman. Actually, I know people are saying this is despicable, but I would degrade her. She wants to be degraded. She actually says she likes to be degraded. So that's why I say I would do it. But Shambody, if you're listening, and I know you are, why don't you come see 
Oh, CGA. Sam, buddy, I know you watches my show. All right, because I featured you before, but I would degrade you. I would, I would be up for the challenge. Is it booty or body? Sham booty? Sham booty? All right, what is her name? All right, this clip is interesting, gentlemen, uh, because it's going to highlight what I've been trying to tell y'all ninjas. All right, let me get the clip to pop up. All right, so there's Shan Booty. Is her name Shan Booty? All right, anyway, it's Booty. All right, here we go right here. Who are watching this who are in their 20s, what advice would you give to them about dating older? Ooh, I would say don't do it until your prefrontal cortex is baked. Um, I would say if you're in your 20s, don't date anyone older than 30. And I think like just older, the older you get, the more you can kind of see someone's red flags. In my early 20s, I dated a lot of older people and I don't think it served me. I think I think th there was something wrong with them Damn to be attracted to, to me. Tell me more about that. Well, I also looked like a baby. Like I look quite young naturally. And I see photos of myself at 1920 and I was like, 35 year olds were dating this? Like gross. Even sometimes I wonder like, why aren't women their age dating them? You know, like I, and I know why with the 50 and 60 year old, but like, there is something to be said for like women their age don't want these these people and there's a reason for that is because they are mentally very very immature and so i would warn young 20s from staying away from older men especially if they say like oh you're so mature for your age and you're this and you're that i'm like no babe you're you're immature for your age Get him, daddy. Well, 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 what do we have here? Ladies and gentlemen, I got to break this down. I love breaking down clips like this, man, because it falls right in line with what I'm talking about. First things first. The clip is about uh, dating uh, older men, dating younger women, which I tell you happens way more than you know. It happens way more than you know. You oftentimes don't see it. Number one, you can't afford to be where you see an older man dating a younger woman. That's number one. Young men, you can't even afford to be at where you see older men dating younger women. Ninja, you can't even afford the entry fee. You can't afford the dinner, the entree. You can't afford the ambiance. Nothing. Boats, country clubs, Ruth's Chris, Mastro's. Ninja, you won't even see it. So in your little world at the nightclub and the bars, you and your little world at the, at, at the corner, uh, you in the middle of the Midwestern city, you can't even see this shit because you ain't even can't afford the lifestyle to see yourself in it on a yacht country club at the golf course. Did you, you can't even see the shit. That's number one. Number two, <laughs> number two, uh, the, the reason why you don't see this because you dealing with strags. All right. It is what it is. But look at this woman. Oh, it's maestro. Sorry. It is maestro's. But listen, look at the young woman here we're talking about. She's a nice piece of foldable uh, Ling Ling right here. Looks like a Filipina or something like that. And this woman is, I don't know, 25. She's 25-ish. Let's go ahead and show her again. And I want you to listen to what she just said. And I've been calling this behavior out mostly towards women who say things like this woman's going to say. Let's continue to start unpacking this shit. Or watching this who are in their 20s, what advice would you give to them about dating older? Ooh, I would say. Okay, starting here. So first of all, right here, take a look at this. She looks like she's somewhere between under 30, under age 30 year old and past 25. Yeah, ninjas, you were not even the, you're not even in the C-suite. You're not in the stadium suites. You're nowhere you can see it. So what would you say? What would you say, ma'am? 
they don't do it till your prefrontal cortex is baked. Um, I would say if you're in your 20s, don't date anyone older than 30. And I think. Okay, let me stop right there. If you're in your 20s, don't date anyone older than their 30s. Now, I'm going to say this. This whole prefrontal cortex is the woman's new I was drunk. This whole argument about prefrontal you never hear this about men. This is an idea that's old science. It still exists, but it's very misleading. Here we go with the prefrontal cortex develop. Let's just say this. This idea is being misused. It is the new, my next excuse next to mental health. This is all bullshit. See, here's the thing about this brain development. They're just insinuating that for some reason at 25, prior to 25, there's no development. <laughs> yep, another CGA prophecy. I told you they're going to lean on this to make dumb excuses. I was drunk and I didn't know and I was too young and dumb. They're trying to act like there's no development at all. This is bullshit. There is development up till 25. But what they're going to say is prior to 25, there's no development. And then just poof, I'm developed. <laughs> all right. You know what's up leaning from 19 to 25. There's a lot of development. You just haven't had fully development. It just isn't fully development. Now, we don't need to go to work or war in 2025. Now, here's the question I have. You can still drive a car. A car is a half ton. Y'all drive that shit 80 miles down to 85 miles an hour down the freeway. Should we prevent you monkey ass ninjas from not driving a vehicle? Okay. Should we prevent you from not buying marijuana in marijuana states at 21? Prevent you from buying, buying vape pens? Prevent you from having sex? Prevent you from marrying? How far are we going to take it? Prevent you from voting? How far are we going to take it? So no more voting, no more adulthood, no more renting an apartment, no more going to college, no more driving cars, no more. Uh, you Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. No more alcohol after 21. No more. You go to jail if you catch, if I catch you drinking alcohol. See, now, all of a sudden, they can make these decisions. This shit is getting out of hand. And now it only works when they're being victimized. It doesn't work out. And what she's going to say next is going to back that up. Because it didn't work in her favor, it's not a good idea. And the only reason I did it is because my prefrontal lobe wasn't developed. Bulls, this shit is wild. I cannot stand people. I cannot stand people. Yep, no partying, no staying out past 10 o'clock. What? You, you so dumb out here. You can't make decisions. Oh, it only works when the man gets my fertility. Mm. <laughs> here we go. This shit is wild. I can't stand this. I cannot stand this argument. Anybody that uses this, I'm, you already suspect to me. All right, let's continue like just older the older you get the more you can kind of see someone's red flags in my early 20s i dated a lot of older people and up 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 there it is there it is did you hear it i can't rewind it wait a minute hold on ma'am wait a minute who are you interesting in your 20s you dated a lot of older men 
<laughs> That's what I'm talking about right there. See, 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 it's not that it wasn't a good idea. It's not that you wouldn't do it. It's not that it's creepy. It's not that you can't see yourself doing it. It's that you had to get ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. You dated a lot. When we get to the next subject, the main event, this is exactly what I'm going to talk about. Most women that say they are that older men are creepy, older men are bad for dating younger women, you're going to find out that they those women dated older men. I've been telling you this, I've been telling you this, I've been telling you this. So, let me get this straight. The men that were your age when you were in your 20s, you didn't date them because you was too grown. These guys were broke. They didn't have money. They weren't developed. So the men that were your age in your 20s saw you out here or you were out there tramping around with older men. But as you got older and the men your age got older, they can't go back and date younger women because it didn't work out for you. They're supposed to date you now. They're supposed to pick up the pieces of your ramshackled ass life. They're supposed to take you and sweep you. And that's you. They're supposed to parade you around. They can't enjoy the fruits of their labor. Now that he's 40 and you're 40, you make a wonderful power couple. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so the men that were older than you got to go back. But you, on the other hand, nah, the men your age can't get to go backwards. <laughs> we supposed to take the leftovers now. They supposed to ain't. <laughs> what kind of logic is this? Now. She's going to go further now and make it creepy now. She's going to try to make it creepy now because why? It didn't work. Here we go. <laughs> I don't think it served me. I think, I think th there was something wrong with them to be. A ah, there's something wrong with them. It didn't serve me. There was something wrong with them to be attracted to me. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Attracted to, to me. Tell me more about that. Well, I also looked like a baby. Like I. Oh my God! No, my Lord Jesus, help me! I look like a baby. You are in your twenties. <laughs> you mean you look young, supple, and fertile, and not like an old hen? And she don't look like an old hen now. She just looked younger. Our men, is there a crime for a man to like a woman that looks younger? If it's hold on, I'm gonna ask the question. Is it a crime? Is it a crime for a man that likes a woman that looks younger? Watch this. Because Ninja's going to start calling me metaphile. But I'm going to bust your shit up real quick. Is it a crime for a man to like a woman that looks younger? If it is a crime, why do women attempt to look younger? We got women buying oil of Olay, Botox, serum, putting a titty lift, stomach, tummy tuck, lifting a booty, Brazilian butt lift, trying to look younger. Hair dye, dyeing their hair every week, cutting color, stretching their skin across their skull. If it's a crime, why are women attempt to use that trick 
to trick men. Filters on Instagram, wearing young bitch clothes. If this is a crime, why are they trying to capitalize on this? Instagram filter. This is crazy, man. And, and, and what it is, is I lost this bet. That's the situation. Wearing shapewear, trying to mimic every damn thing of a youthful woman. But now it's a crime. <laughs> All right, hold on for a second. These people are loony. This is loony talk. And this only makes them feel good. Yep, they don't tell you your age. What's your age? How old are you? A woman never tells. I'm forever 21. What? Forever 21? That's interesting. Forever 21? I'm forever 29. I'm 29 for the 12th year in a row. Oh, okay, interesting. A man never asks a woman her age. If a, man, if a woman goes to a liquor store and she buys liquor, and the man doesn't ask her for her ID. She thinks that's a win. Oh, he thought I was younger than what I was. Oh, I'm sorry. He asked her for the ID. Let me see your ID. She's like, oh, you want to see my ID? Oh, he thinks I'm under 21. Uh-oh. They be out there bragging. Oh, he asked me for my ID. He must have thought I was younger than 21. Wait a minute. Oh, you liked it then. Oh, you liked it then. <laughs> Come on, man. I can call out. Listen, women try to play me. Ninja, my name ain't Sega. My name ain't PlayStation. Don't play me with your bullshit. I got your psychology locked in. It didn't work for you. Just say I didn't get what I wanted out of it. All right. I look quite young naturally. All right, here we go. I look quite young, naturally, and I see photos of myself at 1920, and I was like, 35-year-olds were dating this? Like, Yes, again, we're going to use men's biology against them. Why do men like younger-looking women? Because we do. It tips us off. It protects us from paternity fraud. It protects us from dealing with skeezers. It protects us from impregnating uh, or, or emptying our barrel in a woman that's barren. It protects us from dealing with micro shimmerism. It protects us from women who have uh, fallen off the mental cliff. Like typically we see of women who age, they start developing mentalities that are of mothers or they fall off mentally. Yes, men like younger women, period. <laughs> Stop. Stop with this shaming of men and what we want. We don't shame you with what you want. We get to decide what to give you. It's just simple. We like it. If you look at data, it doesn't matter what age demand is. He typically will find women at age 23 the most attractive. It's biology. Stop it. This is getting out of control. <laughs> and when you speed past 23, now you're 33. Now you want to shame men for liking you when you were 23. And the funny thing about it is, Women that are 23, they look younger than 23, typically. Women that say they look 23 literally be 30 years old. Talking about they look 23. If you go look at a 23-year-old person as a older male, they look always way younger than 23. Most of the time. All right? It is what it is. I, I, this is not a penalty. But what they're trying to do is make it creepy. Because guess what? It's not creepy. It's what has been biologically imprinted in us. 
Now, ninjas that can't get with women this age, they often, which are the catfish of the dating marketplace, typically ninjas, ninjas will date older, sloppy women and desire it because they typically can't do any better economically. They have no choice but to like sloppy old women. Now, it doesn't mean these women are not good. It's just that they are, on the economic realm, not desired on the upper echelon of the economics. And low economic ninjas have to like it because, ninja, you have to like chitlins. You like to have, you, you have to like pig feet. You have to like it because that's all you getting. You have to eat on the low end of the hog. You have to eat, you have to eat roadkill. You got to like roadkill. You have to put hot sauce and flour and fry it up and make it into something that's desirable because, Ninja, you ain't got no other choice. So telling me you like chitlins only indicates that that's all you can get. It doesn't indicate that you have a palate for it <laughs> on the hog logs and shit. Ninja, don't mean that that's what you would aim to get if you could get better. Anyway, let's just distinguish that for a second. He said, you got to eat raccoon. All right, all right, tell me you don't like that. I don't like younger women. Well, you, you ain't never going to get one anyway. All right, anyway. So I would start not liking something I can't get. I would start liking something I couldn't get. And I would start liking things that I probably have a chance at liking. Like gross. Even sometimes I wonder like, why aren't women their age dating them? You know, like I, and I know why with the 50 and 60 year old, but like there is something to be said for like mm, women their age don't want this. This is an absolute farce. This is a lie. So she's saying mostly men 30 and, and 40 can't get women that are 30 and 40. So they have to get younger women on brothers. This is the dumbest shit I've heard all day. <laughs> this is stupid logic. This is false. This is absolutely false. And why would you think that? <laughs> that is absolutely crazy. That's crazy mindset. And look at her in between her head crickets. That copium out of control. Really? Oh my God. Wow. Like he has no choice. All right. They actually, they actually be out here thinking men don't have no choice out here. This is wild. You big dummy. Wow. 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 This is nowhere near the truth. These people. And there's a reason for that is because they are mentally very, very immature. Jesus. Oh man. This is wild. And so I would warn young 20s from staying away from. All right. It's, oh, stay away, girls. Stay away. Let me keep them. All right. They're, they're familiar men like us. Stay away. Your frontal lobe isn't developed yet. Your, your prefrontal lobe cortex isn't developed. Stay away from these men that are 30 and 40. Leave them for women like me. All right. I, I need them. This is basically competition. This is female jealousy right here. Because the men that she's saying shouldn't date those women are men that she would date. Right. Because they could afford to date her when she was in her 20s. Now she wants to date them in her 30s and 40s. OK, they're, they're for me. Stay away from these guys. <laughs> right. 
Wow. Interesting. Let's continue, man. We got another one here. Daddy issues here. Playing this really quickly here. Brief video of this young woman here. Uh, the importance of women's lives in their 20s. This is a 20-year-old right here. And she down bad. Let's continue this video here. So you look pretty young, man. How, how old are you? I'm 20. You're 20 years old? Yeah, I'll be 21 October. Yeah, I'm daddy. Wow, you're very young. Very, very young. Yeah. How was your upbringing? Um, I mean, I was raised, like, I was raised Catholic, you know. I went to school. I graduated high school. Like, my home life, it was, it was good, like. All right, and so what you're hearing is a woman in her 20s raised the right way to parents. She got to the spirit of rebellion, the spirit of party, prefrontal uh, cortex not developed, but she wanted to go live her best life. Uh, let's see what the results of this uh, that happened here. My mom and dad, they separated when I was pretty young. But There we go. You know, my mom uh, took care of all of us. You know, all she- right, there it is. Parental alienation. All right, parental alienation, divorce, split family. You're going to ruin the kids. All right, and the mom kept the kids. Daddy skedaddled. All right, he left. Here we go. She had us, like... She had a roof over her head, you know. Mm-hmm. It was like, it wasn't bad except seeing them fight a lot when I was younger. But I don't know. Yeah. I graduated high school and it was kind of like I just drifted off. I really feel like I made my life harder than I had to. Why? Why? No daddy. No daddy. Guys, women raising kids, they're going to screw them up nine times out of ten. I'm sorry. I know you don't agree with this, but as soon as you get the daddy out of the way, the, the kids are screwed. So what happened to this woman? What happened? All right. She put a roof over our head. She did the bare minimum. She did what she was supposed to do. She collected the child support. You turn 18 and then guess what happened? I'm going to the streets. End of story. Disaster strikes. All right. Let's continue. Now that all of a sudden you were, uh, let, let's go down here. Uh, here we go right here. Uh, this is a homeless woman. Uh, let's see, where's the, uh, where's the uh, child? Oh, family right here. Here we go. Yeah, so, you know, free, you know, your kid's father mm-hmm. and stuff like that. How's your relationship with your kids? Um, I have one, one kid. It's my son. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so cute. But, um, he'll be one in July, but, mm. you know, think, thankfully he is with family. He's with my aunt, mm-hmm. but, uh. Uh, okay, so her this is the vicious cycle. So her child is now with her aunt. I don't know if the aunt has a male figure, but the son now is doomed. All right, ring the bell on the son. I think there's a son. He doomed. So she out here in these streets, living recklessly, single mother, 20. Of course, the frontal lobe hasn't developed, right? All right, but um, this is what happens when uh, no fathers are around. Continuing. We both lost custody. Right there, both. Here we go. No custody. You know, like, we have a chance to get him back, like, we can. Yeah. But we have to go to treatment. Yeah. And it's just hard. Like, that's how you really know, like, this is, like, a disease. Like, it really is. No, no, no. It's a choice. In these streets. You chose to run the streets. All right. You chose to be impregnated by another man. All right. Outside of marriage. You chose this. Your mother chose this life for you. Wrecked you. And now you're aimless at 20. Now, when we get into the older woman conversation, please remember these points. Because at this point, most men that do this, they're automatically eliminated from the dating pool. They're eliminated from the gene pool. 
They're eliminated. Highly, highly likely. Okay, they have no chance to recover. They have no chance of getting custody of their kid after they've been living homelessly out here, probably sounding a little pedussy and uh, a crack fiend, crystal meth. All right, but just remember this. This is 20 years old, guys, 20. So the decision these young women make at 18, this is your life. I'm sorry, men and women are different. You start life off earlier than men, meaning that a lot of your responsibility has to be taken into account right away. You don't have time to play games. Your decisions are going to come back to haunt you down the line. And you can't use the fact that your frontal lobe wasn't developed. It's unfair. Nature's unfair. Men, patriarchy. Unfortunately, you're evaluated way earlier. Way earlier than you believe you should be. And of course, we're evaluated way earlier than we need to be. Men are. But when men aren't there, we're discarded. There's no chances of us having babies, families, girlfriends, wives. We don't get it. We're automatically out. But you, on the other hand, get to have these things. And then later on, ninjas supposed to overlook all of that. We supposed to look, we supposed to look over all this trauma and look over it and then go, oh, okay. And that's you. You're still valuable. We're supposed to overlook all of the carousel. Supposed to look overlook all of it. I dated many men that were older. We're supposed to overlook all that drug use, single motherhood, fornication. Okay, we're supposed to look overlook all of this trauma, daddy issues. Okay, daddy energy. And and that's let me get, you. Let me, let me get on to the main event here. Get on to the main event. This is a wild time to be alive. Because we were able to have these conversations. But I'm going to get to these Super Chats and then kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it. Because I got to be done by noon on the West Coast time. That's an appointment. Uh-huh-huh. We got some Super Chats. All right, shout out to Jay says, she dropped the pit name, but not the money. Typical. Yep. Mm. Brown through an old traded my gordita for an older pretty feet flatback. Shout out to you. And there's value in older women. That's going to be the main event topic. Vince Dean Says feminine men and lonely women will comply. That's why they get rewarded publicly via social media platforms. This is conditioning slash brainwashing. We must stay focused. Yes, there's a lot. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must. MC Hamster, coach, uh, how do XXs sleep after we leave? Play it. All right, I'm getting far behind, but uh, yeah, I do have it primed up. I don't have it primed up, but there you go right there. That's how they sleep in that cold bed, baby. <laughs> the bed be cold out there, ladies. The bed be cold. We do have other brothers there that have chimed in. Lee H. Coach, I told a friend I'd rather have a 35-year-old broke man making, I think he says, I'd rather be a 35-year-old broke man making 40K with no kids and not married than being a single mom, and she looked at me crazy. Mm. Uh, conditioning. Be what it is, says withholding when the father is available. He says, make children available when the father is not. He says, then talk-ish, win-win for the woman. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Shout out to Thriller says, how much of the brain development is down to life experiences? Most don't leave the home or take on responsibilities until 23 to 25. Really, what do you think? Life, ex- life is the experience is the best teacher. 
Experience is the best teacher. So a person who's never left home or so a person that had to survive will be in a different place at 25. I mean, I was way advanced for 25. I was like 40 at 25 in life experience. I know people that kind of stay with their parents or they don't grow and they are not where I was at 25. Daniel Pepe says, why do they assume you can't get women your own age? They can't wrap their head around how you're choosing to date younger and could have a woman your age if you want it. This is interesting. This is interesting how they assume that a man doesn't have any choice. We're taking what we can get. So you're 35, 40. You're going down to date women that you desire and that you can afford and you can get. Oh, the women your age don't want you. What? Mm. <laughs> all right. JC says, by default, self-sabotage is embodied in all women, and they also sabotage each other. Men typically don't sabotage other men. Uh, the men that do sabotage other men, I call unhealthy. So trust me, ladies, if you're new to my programming, I actually challenge men who have the same mindset, like dirty macking and running game. These are all unhealthy behaviors that create unhealthy male competition women have this instinct as well self-sabotage and sabotaging their offspring and saying they're protecting them but again let's go back this woman was protected by her mother against her father who they she said broke up split up and were fighting the father was somewhat alienated but look at what happened to her look at what happened to her in two years of adulthood she wrecked so was that protection or sabotage? I say it's sabotage. Quite, quite honestly, you cannot debate against that. All right, so that was a sabotage. The mother sabotaged to allow that the daughter be codependent to the mother. She has no man, right? She has no man. Mom has no man. She lost her man. Best thing next to do is keep the children closer even to adulthood, even if it, even if it results in sabotaging the kids. Facts. This is codependency. This is alienation. They'd rather sabotage the kids, drown them, delete them, than let them thrive under the presence and presiding father. All right? The father's going to challenge the child. He should. But then the mother will say, oh, the kids shouldn't be challenged. Bullshit. The father is the evaluator. Shout out to JJ Frost, coach. You ain't never lied. My ex tried to spin the block after her sneaky link refused to give her a relationship. I'm at the JUCO, Ninja. <laughs> I got I'm at the JUCO, Ninja. And a lot of you guys don't realize that your mother probably sabotaged you in that you might be, she really did you in most of the time. If you come from a broken home, you probably would be further advanced in your life if you had a two-parent household. I don't care what the, even a deadbeat bum-ass dad would have got you further than what your mama gave you, all right? And this is a fact. Because really, mothers can't give kids anything past the age of 8 or 12. All right, not a male. Not a male. Preston says it amazes me how they downplay money while begging because they have to. Otherwise, you'd call them a gold digger. Call them a gold digger. All right, and you missed out on things by your parents fighting, divorcing, splitting. If you live in a two-parent household, you will see real fast, and it doesn't mean that the kids are better. They just were afforded a life that sometimes they don't realize that they got. 
they don't even realize how good of a life they got in comparison to the life you live. They don't even realize it. <laughs> That's what they call it privilege. And they call it spoiling. But you got by on doing shit and cutting corners and saying you don't need this. All right, is the stream good? I can see it's good on my side. I don't know what it's doing on your side. All right, but you got by in life with you don't need this. We don't need all that. You don't need all that. That's going to spoil. <laughs> and you got by by your woman, your mother, cutting corners your entire freaking life. Not only is she cutting corners, she probably spent your child support on shit that did not benefit you. And, and Ninja, and she kept the money. She kept the money. You could afford it, but she afforded what she wanted. Man, you guys don't even realize how bad y'all guys got it. And I'm here to tell it. I'm here to tell it. Shout out to uh, no government name says just like sexual liberation, just like sexual liberation. This prefrontal cortex argument will turn against women once men learn how to use it to their advantage. They can't help from burying themselves in a feminist hole. Feminist hole. Yep. I can bury that prefrontal cortex argument right off the rip. I mean, as soon as I hear it, I'll be calling bullshit. And trust me, I knew about the prefrontal cortex law um, science when I was a college basketball coach at the age of 22. You know how I knew? Them ninjas wouldn't let me rent a car when I traveled or when I rent recruiting. They wouldn't let me rent a car until 25. Now, that's for insurance reasons, and that's also to protect themselves against young people who are not able to make good judgments that probably would damage the vehicle. Okay. Um, we got a lot on the super chats, man. I got to catch up. Got to catch up. But um, shout out to the pay pizzles in the building. One, two, three, four, five, six. I want to get through this part because I really got a tight, tight window that I got to end or else I'm missing out on something that I need to happen here. All right. So let's get to the main event. How about we do this right here? <laughs> All right. Um, it says main event here, older women, are they great? Let's make older women great again. The argument in the red pill community is that older women are not valuable, right? They hit the wall. They can't, they don't have fertility. They might be emotionally damaged. The cock carousel, drug use, and all of these things here. Now, is that true that older women are useless? Is it true that older women are useless? I'm of the opinion that no, that argument of older women hitting the wall and pre-wall and post-wall. That's an argument that suggests how a man is going to deal with you in a serious relationship. It's not an indicator that she doesn't have any value. So a lot of guys will hear this, the wall, and she old, and she over 28. And they will say, well, coach, you don't mess with any women over 28? Not seriously, I don't. I know a lot of women that are easy layup, smashable, wreckable. That are 45 and in 50s. I'm close to my 50s. They are fun times. So a guy will come in here and hear these talking points and say, you still will hit? Of course I will hit. Of course. We call them practice. All right? This is what we call them. I gave you the seven levels of mate qualification. One is that she doesn't qualify. Most women qualify at least sexually. But then you go down, contender, pretender, practice, one-off, all right, there's a whole different level. 
So just because she's older doesn't mean she cannot be used or she doesn't have value to you. They can be used for recreational material only. So when, by saying that you still hit is a useless argument, most men will hit just about anything. Looking at the Mastodon, y'all out here hitting. This is why we have Gordita Tuesday. Gordita Tuesday is an admission that this might not be the ideal woman for us, but we can still have fun with her value. Okay. So just because she's older doesn't mean she's useless. And it doesn't mean that she would be a horrible mate for you. Ideally, 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 you would want something that you can get or you can afford that would put you in an advantageous, advantageous position. Doesn't mean that the younger woman's smarter. Doesn't mean that she adds more value to you in comparison to what an older woman could value. But biologically, what we're looking for to take someone seriously, it would be better if the woman's at a certain age. That's all they're saying. To give us our best chance biologically, it would be better if. It's not that the other ones are useless. It would be better if. Could this better, could you get better treatment from the older woman? Yes, and we'll tell you why. It doesn't mean she's better as a person. Doesn't mean she likes you and treating you better. It's because there's something she's getting out of it. That's better. For instance, a single mother, a single mother, at a, a young single mother will date you as an older woman, but she would never have allowed you to make her a single mother. Meaning that in her prime fertility and when she was developing offsprings and getting the best genetic advantage she can, she waited until she had children to date your monkey ass. And that's But you. back where she had the more extreme value, she wouldn't have gave your ass a chance. It's pretty simple. It's, it's what it is. Ninja, you can argue it till the cows come home. She sees you as valuable because of her circumstance. Not because she sees you and wants to treat you as valuable. It is what it is. This is why you would look at an older woman and say, why, why do you really like me? Let me play this video right here. This woman's going to kind of sum it up. Uh, let's see here. Where is it at? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me find the video. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, here it is right here. Here it is right here. Let me refresh it and then pop it up on the screen. So we have this one woman. She's going to explain this. And I'm going to read the comment section and then it'll start making sense. Okay, here we go. The fact that you feel like 30 is old, the fact that you want kids, but you don't know if it's going to happen. You're sick of dating. You're fine alone, but you want to share your life with someone. You're not alone in that feeling. I feel like I've met the love of my life now and I met him when I was in this exact position, I did not want to date anymore. I was so sick of meeting people and telling my story. I was so sick of going out. And I met him at 35 years old. Think of how much time you've got. People put a lot of weight on a number on the age of 30. Like society expects us to have done all these things by 30, by 40. So almost like we've rounded up to these decades. You don't have to have done anything. And I know you want to feel like you're sharing with life with someone, but I think it's more important to share it with the right person. Something that I have noticed is it does move faster the older you get. It's like when you meet the right person, the same time frames don't apply. Ah. It happens quickly because you're more oh. sure of who you are, oh. where you are in life and what you want. And generally speaking, the person you've met is probably the same-ish age and ah. the same part of life. Ah. And they're the same. They know what they want as well. So things definitely happen quicker. So ah. I don't want you to think that like, Oh, what if I don't meet someone till 34? Then we have to do three or four years of dating. Then we have to, you don't know. It could happen in a year. You could be so obsessed oh. with, your, with your partner and oh. fall pregnant and get married and get engaged. They're the love of your life. You uh -huh. don't know. Ah. And that's you. Oh, that, oh, I see what happened. 
Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Let, 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 let's break that down. Interesting. Interesting take here. So, again, I let them paint themselves in the corner. I let them hang, get all the rope you want. Get all the rope you want. All right. So, first of all, and foremost, she goes into the fact that, hey, there's no biological rush for us. We can live through our 20s. Let me, let me, let me go back just so I can frame this. We can live, live through our 20s, have fun, ride the carousel, all right, get hooked on meth, have other men's babies, and then come out on the end of the argument. Where is it at? <laughs> Where I can't find her. There it is. Then come out at the end and find the guy we want after all. Love conquers all. This is what she says. And when you get older, oh, it'll happen fast. Oh, it's going to happen fast. All right. See, before, when you were 20, you needed two, three, four years to get to know each other. And you can slow it down and get to know each other and vet. Uh, but when you're 35, I met my husband at 35. Now I'm 40. And it just sped up. And one year, we were walking down the aisle with a baby. Oh, what happened there? What happened, guys? And that's you. That that sounds like that. that's the that's you. And that's you. All right. Let me just pick a guy right here. About to run out of time. You'll do. Here we go. And Simp said, okay, I'll fold. You still look good at 35. All right. And and that's you. She rushed this ninja right down the aisle. I'm dating with a purpose. I'm dating intentionally. All right. You'll do. All right. You're simping. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. I'll get this dude don't have his value yet. He don't have his wherewithal. He picked her up real quick. She rushed this ninja right down the aisle. And that's you. Put the baby in me. Put the baby in me. She put her legs up. She's no longer fucking for fun. She's trying to fuck for procreation. Last minute. And that's you. Right out to the baby making factory. Baby raises. Hit the buzzer. Buzzer beater. Baby out. Ping. And you know what's coming next. Ninja divorce. And that's you. <laughs> right? It found a look. People can't break this down. Watch this. Look at this. Let's look at the comment section. 100%. I met my partner at 36. And we had a baby when I was 37. And that's you. Right on it. And this ninja going to be divorced in T minus five years. She going to cash out, be back living by herself. The reason why older women are dangerous is because they made it to 35 and they've never had that commitment. They've had their space to do what they want. They can isolate, come back out there, have a boyfriend, ride the cock carousel, be free, not, not be told what to do. Then they find a partner. What? I met my partner. <laughs> they get to start a husband, pump the babies out. And that's you. Rush down the aisle. Gotcha. Right here. Gotcha, bitch. Got your bitch ass. Get your baby. Sperm wars. Ninja procreate. Two babies. Divorce. <laughs> then she pulling the Angelina Jolie. I'm going to find another comment right here. Uh, remember, she said it's going to speed up. Right here. All right, here we go. Look, 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 look. I was this way. I was this way exact way. I think she has a typo. When I was 30, watch, met the love of my life at 34, moved in after six weeks. And that's They you. don't realize this plays right into my hand. Engaged after four months. Married within a year. And now we have a six-month-old. God damn. And that's 
you. This is why. This is what makes older women dangerous. This is what men talk about. This is the end of the biological clock. Rush a ninja right down. Come on, you'll do. Come on, snatch. All right. They find a simp. They find a gump. They find a guy that they wouldn't have married at their twenties or thirties. They find him mid thirty. Rush that ninja down the aisle. At 30, 31, 32, 33, I generally felt like maybe I wasn't one of the lucky ones to find love. Then I found it. Rush that ninja down the aisle. And that's you. Rushing. <laughs> this, this is why I don't date women in this age. Y'all ninjas be like, you need to be dating women no younger than 32. This is exactly why I don't date them. This is exactly why I can't take them seriously. Because they trying to rush a ninja down the aisle. Here we go right here. Let me see here. Let's see if I can find another one. This is why these are the most dangerous women to me because they all trying to find stability. Okay, you're good. They wouldn't have dated me four years ago when they were 28, but now they're 32, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're good. Okay, yeah, all right, here we go. All right, yeah, you seem stable. Okay, good. Come on, come on, come on. I'm on the day. All right, let's get married. What's the problem? <laughs> and they're not looking out for your interest. They're looking out for their own interest. They're just trying to rush your ass down and get what they want. You don't get the best years. You get sped up years. You get, you get a relationship encapsulated in a year. All right, right, right into it. Move in, marry, engage, babies, all in one year. <laughs> and then you don't even know the broad. And then you got bamboozled. This is why men talk about older women in the way they talk about them. And it, God forbid she has other man's kids. God forbid she has another man's kids. If she has another man's kids, man, it's worse. Now you stepdaddy. Now she look. You like raising my kids? Okay, good. Yeah. All right, maybe we'll have another one. Let's get married. Let's move in. All right, let's, let's play house. Let's continue right here. Let's go uh, and speak on this one right here. This is a, this is a joke. Uh, this guy's going to make a joke right here. Uh, let me see if I can refresh the page. He says right here, let's see what he says. It's easier for me to go for hands that are 30 plus because their age doesn't want, doesn't them. want them. So I have a chance there. Yeah. And ciao. It's easier for me to go for hands that are 30 plus because their age doesn't want, doesn't them. want them. So I have a chance there. Yeah. And ciao. It's easier <laughs> for me to go for hands that are 30 plus because their age doesn't want doesn't them. Want yeah, see, their age doesn't want them. All right, men their age don't want them. Remember, oh, men their age can't get them. Oh, no, no, no. They don't want them. They figure out, no, nah, no, nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to have fun. And really, men want to have fun at the age they get an advantage. So men start to be able to get an advantage and look marriageable. That means you have an advantage. A woman sees it. But now they want you to give up on the hookup culture. They don't want you to have no fun. They want you to settle down. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? But what culture? they don't realize is these men never had hookup culture like you had it. They never had hookup culture like the women had it. Women had the hookup culture in their 20s. Most men didn't, wait a minute. Most men did not in their 20s have hookup culture. Most men were wishing to get a little bit of stank on their finger. But y'all was having fun. Woohoo! Jumping on boats, yachts, girl trips, free drinks, all that shit. Older men, remember? This woman was like, I dated a lot of older men. All right, you got to travel on your dime, on another ninja's dime. You got to live the life. Now, by the time the men's mid 30, we just starting. 
We got a year worth of hookup culture under our belt. And you're like, aren't you tired of this hookup culture shit? Aren't you tired? Is anybody else just over this hookup no, culture? No, I'm not tired. I'm just getting some young piece of prime rib for the first time. Many of them. Let me get my steak out. <laughs> right? Let me have some fun. Can I live? All right, what about this woman right here? She's going to talk about uh, she girl bossed too hard. All right, and this is supposedly a joke, but it's true. Accidentally girl bossed too hard, and now I have a real job with real responsibilities. And, like, people keep emailing me and asking me questions, and I don't know the answer. Accidentally girl bossed too hard, and now I have a real job with real responsibilities. And, like, people keep emailing me and asking me questions, and I don't know the answer. Accidentally girl bossed too hard. All right, and so this woman's a... Uh, is she a doctor? I don't know what she is. She's a doctor or a nurse. I can't tell. I don't know what colors doctors wear. Uh, she girl boss too hard. Yep. I I went a little too long <laughs> with this one. All right. I went, I, I tested out the market way too long. Where's the, and that's you. All right. Where, where is it at? Where he at? All right. Now I'm stressed out. Now I got student loan debt now. And that's you. All right. Now I'm the engineer doctor. Oh, she a nurse. All right. Now, <laughs> now she's like, oh, I went too far with this shit. Now they want to after, after, after student loan debt, mileage on the carousel. All right. <laughs> after living her best life, after traveling, after eating up all the food, drinking all up all the drink, after shaking your ass at the club, getting VIP sections, after getting touched on and hips, by uh, putting hands on hips by older men after selling a little puss. Now, all of a sudden, hey, man, I went a little too far. And that's you. All right. I need somebody to pay for all of these. Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, <laughs> vagina waxing, everything. That all is right. all independent. Oh, man, it's a fun game when you get in your 40s and you can see this right here. Uh, do I have one more clip on this one to bring it on home? Yes, we'll play this woman right here. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Is this woman speaking facts? Here we go. Vitamin pursue and then the energy just fizzles out. Well, the answer is simple because they got to know you. They might have been attracted to you physically, but once they got to know your personality, just felt like you weren't a fit. Ladies, we have to stop demonizing men for doing what they're supposed to be doing while dating, which is determining if you're a good match for them. Why do men pursue you and then the energy just fizzles out? Well, the answer is simple, because they got to know you. They might have been attracted to you physically, but once they got to know your personality, just felt like you weren't a fit. Ladies, we have to stop demonizing men for doing what they're supposed to be doing while dating, which is determining if you're a good match for them. All right, and so this is a good point. I think this woman is trying to at least speak from the male perspective and saying that, okay, we realize your biology works this way. All right, but then women try to leverage the, the punani in another way. All right, no, we're... And they'll do this after a certain amount of time, after a certain amount of years, right? And that's Well, I'm getting tired. Remember this young woman, the young black woman that said, I'm tired of men not wanting to date with intention. And she kind of went ballistic right here. She went postal, this woman right here. And then what she's not allowing to happen is the man to get to know her. Unfortunately, men will have sex with a woman he barely knows. He doesn't even know her name, last name, can barely look at her face, can barely see her. This is what men do. We'll do this, especially if you don't have discipline. But as a man advances in age, he already knows that the Pinani doesn't have power over him. 
it doesn't have that much sway. He's not going to be led by that, but he'll still sleep with you. But then women in this age group, 30 and above, will be like, hey, well, this ain't fair for us. Well, life ain't fair. It ain't fair that you had a biological advantage from 18 all the way up until 30. You got to live your life and live your life to the fullest. We, on the other hand, did not. We had to get the boat. We didn't get invitations to the party. We had to pay entry. We had to pay in. We had to be there and be an emotional tampon. We had to do the emotional work to get to know you and then get rejected, 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 rejected. Now, what she's saying is women have to understand that that's what men do instead of criticizing what men do. Some men don't do this. Some men don't have the option to do it, but that's just what it is. Okay, not all men do this, but most men would do it if they have the option to do it. Hence, this is why she got ran through during her 20s. Now, I would suggest that you have a lot more discipline than we do. And instead of actually creating these extensive soul ties, you actually have a little bit or exercise a little bit more discipline. But to criticize men for this behavior is actually faulty thinking. You can protect yourself from this type of behavior as a woman. And I would tell daughters, nieces, and other women, even mothers, protect yourself from this because men will do this if you allow it. But men also know that post-nut clarity is real. So after he's done with you, he now sees you in a lens that he didn't previously see you. Or let's just say you're giving him access and it's unrestrained access. And then you try to leverage that. Now that we have sex, now let's get into a relationship. Guess what he's going to do? Gone. Because he knows who you are. He don't like you like that. As long as you're giving him access, he indeed will take the access. But once you try to leverage it and get more out of it, you find that you lose the man. Because he really didn't like you personally. He just liked what you were providing. Similar to... We tell men, women really don't like you most of the time. They like what you provide and how you make them feel. Then when you stop doing that, they run. <laughs> All right. It is what it is. But these are the realities that we want people to understand. But I, I'm trying to tell you what happens when older women are up there. You see Nicole Murphy. You see um, Halle Berry. You saw Jennifer Aniston. You saw the other woman um, that's on the thumbnail. Men will still find value in them. Some men will get in relationships with these women, even high-status men. Sometimes they break up. Sometimes she's incapable of parabounding. It's just what it is. They're incapable of this. So then they think you think there's value there until you see them roast beef curtains. You think there's value there, but then you see how she operates. You think there's value there, and then you just can't unsee her faults. You think there's value there. You're like, oh, she's still beautiful. That's just because you want to penetrate her. What else about her? You think there's value there, but she's a mental health case or she's an alcoholic or she's a pill popper. Halle Berry is beautiful, but she can't keep a man to save her life. There's something that happens that makes men see that she ain't as valuable as you perceive her to be and or they have better options than they might date younger if they can or on the low. Then you take her and now you're the next one to find out. You're the next one to find out, but it is what it is. Um, I think there's the idea that men can't should avoid them is not true. You can actually have decent interactions with an older woman. It's not that she hit the wall and is useless. So clearing that up, we need to clear that up really, really, really much in this red pill space. 
because women older 32 can add value to you. But most of the value is practice. Most of their habits cannot be corrected. Hence, if you're in a position where you're getting a lot of women 32 to 45 wanting to marry you, it's because you add value to them. Way more value than they can add to you. Way more. Anybody want to dispute what I'm saying here? Shout out to Sam. He says, Coach, you set the show up perfectly today. I definitely got caught in the aging out baby trap. Fool me once. He says, make adjustments. Then don't get fooled twice. All right. The baby trap is real. Uh, the that's you phase. I think Kevin Samuels called it the danger zone. I believe he called it the danger zone. I called it the last call. And they could be aged uh, 28 all the way up until age 36 into the 40s. That's the last call. So don't get caught in last call. You do want to explore your options a little bit more because you're now experiencing decent leverage in your life. Hey, JJ Frost, I got JJ. Age of Machines, your stream helped me unpack a lot of 9F trauma and unprocessed emotions keeps me away from them streets listening to what these women really think and feel. And of course, I lived around, I lived with women, traveled with women exclusively, connected with them, worked with them, recruited with them. I actually understand women a lot. All right, now, the fact that I understand them permits me from loving them. It's hard to love them when you understand them. If you don't understand them and they're kind of confusing to you, then you'll fall in love with them, and that's where they want you. Shout out to no government name. I heard Kaylee McKinney, oh, McKinney, McKinney say on Fox News after this year's election that child support from women needs to start at contraception thoughts. Well, that's feminism for you. That's feminism, but uh, I don't know if the lower-thinking individuals will go with that. It's just too easy to go with the opposite and lack of accountability. JC says, but coach, I was taught love conquers all. All right, shout out to you. Ancient man says, I had a high school classmate tried this nonsense on me at age 38. She had all of her fun. She wants kids. And I'm like, yeah, I'm getting a vasectomy. And she disappeared. Um, One strategy you can use to uh, check women is to to pull something off the table that you know they want. And you will not do because they're in a panic position because they don't have time to waste. They're too old to play games. You'll see that bullshit in real quick. What they'll do is they'll bat their eyes. They'll give you access to sex. They'll suck you off. They'll do everything. They'll cook for you. They be just trying to push you down that one-year line. Then what you'll say is, I'm never will cohabitate with women. Watch this. I've flown my... She'll be gone in no time flat. On to the next sucker. This is why this is why older women are dangerous. Because they're trying to manipulate you and move you quicker. A sense of urgency. Right? They're trying to move you quicker down the line. Yeah, that's called love bombing. They'll love bomb you. They'll be like, they'll try to distract you. They'll text you and text you and sex you when they're not there. And you'll think this is valuable. So they'll love bomb the shit out of you. Now, all you got to do is pull something up. I ain't never getting married gone did you she will be gone in a day i actually did this recently to an older woman she tried to love bomb me 
And I told her, I was like, listen, I told you I'm not going to engage in this type of behavior. It's a waste of time, blah, blah, blah. Soon as I told her that, I ain't heard from her since. Crickets. Soon as I pulled her card, ain't heard from her. Gone. She gone back to where the attention flows. And she tried to hit me. And she's a beautiful woman, too. She tried to hit me. She's the same age as me. I got options and men text me and blah, 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 blah. blah. I pulled her card. She back, dude, done. She ain't text me since. Haven't text me since. I barely knew her for three weeks. Bitch was love bombing me like crazy. I pulled the love bomb out. She went back out there. Now she back out there searching. And I'm like, hey, have at it. Go back where it was. I got three pieces of peace leave from her and I'm good. <laughs> All right. No government name you spot on about the Bible and its scriptures. It has some contradictions and debaucheries. I appreciate the good scriptures. The Bible provides, but I don't like vicariously. Uh, I don't live vicariously through the Bible. If anyone disagrees with my statement, please comment. Yeah, people, it's a tough, tough situation for a lot of men because people want to take everything as literal, but it's very tough. We're approaching the hour mark where I got to get through and done. So no more super chats, please. You will never hear me say, hear me say that again. Danny Arnold says, thank God I've never... I never step, I think you said step in the bear trap. All right. Thank God I never stepped in that bear trap. Thank God I'm not standing in my kitchen and uh, completely helpless and just playing the ring game. Yep. Yep. That's a love bomb in the pool. Shout out to Kaylin says, as a woman gets into her mid-30s, she starts the beginning stages of menopause, her beauty phase, her fertility declines. Why should a man take her seriously in this time of her life? I don't know why... I wouldn't suggest that men should take her seriously. At the end of it is manipulation. All right, so at the end of it, it's a game for her. Uh, and she can pull the plug at will, so it's dangerous. Michael, R. A. coach, since you just said it, why do some ninjas drive Nissan Altimas seem like Impalas and Altimas for most hood ninjas? Well, because they can't afford better cars. Bad credit. All right, and these are mostly lots that are lenient towards it. This is the same reason why... Um, in, in these neighborhoods, this isn't a criticism. It's the truth. You will see that old cars are worth valuable, right? So they'll drive Savelles, Chevelles and Supermup, old Impalas, their grandmama's Impala, Supermup, old Cadillac, Coupe de Ville's and Supermup because they don't got to go to the car lot and they can make these cars run and they can have a guide in the neighborhood that knows how to fix them. And they typically will make these cars valuable. All right. And that's, that's because of economics. All right, it happens in Cuba as well. If you go to Cuba now, they still driving cars in the 1950s. <laughs> All right, in the 1960s, these are valuable vehicles. All right, but uh, anyway, it's their, it's their grandparents' car. It's their mother's car that got handed down to them. And so they can soup them up instead of going to the car lot and negotiating. Yeah, it is what it is. It's not a criticism either. It actually is great for the culture. And Nissan Altima's Nissan and Chevrolet tends to be bad credit rest havens. All right, shout out to KT King. Many mothers operate with the mindset of if they don't want the father anymore, they don't want the kids to want the father. This is coercive control and parental alienation at the same time. We definitely have a lot to catch up. All right. We got a lot to catch up to do to uh, identify these as the truth. Yeah. And Cuba can't afford better cars. Exactly. That's the same thing in the neighborhood, though. I mean, it's the same thing. They can't afford better cars. So 
Cuba and the inner city here is not much different. They can't afford better cars. They have an embargo. We have economics and bad credit. So we typically will value a car that we that is old and uh, candy paint it and lower it and put rims on it. And it's a valuable car. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, it says right here. Uh, Christopher says, I'm a white brother from Baltimore City. 40% of city schools fail to produce a single student that passed the state math exam. This is despite the number three uh, being number three in the country for money spent per student. You can't outspend bad culture. Get out of the effing community and the community. I joined the Marines before I was even 18 and got the F out. Shout out to the coach gang. Send me out with the of the hey, the community is not your neighborhood. Stop believing that you got to come back to the community. You got to go back to the hood. This is a rest haven. It's a death culture. It is not the black culture. The hood is not black culture. Please stop telling people to come back to the hood. It is not a place to come back to repair. It's a place to get the fuck out of. And if you get out of it, Ninja, stay out. Mm. It, it is not the go to place. It's not. On, it's on fire, but you're not a damn firefighter. Don't go in and rescue it. It is a place to get out of. It is not a place to design a rehab. If you rehab it, gentrify it. It is a deaf culture. It is not black culture. Please stop making it black culture. You need to come back to the hood. No, you don't. It's not a place to rehab unless you gentrify it. Get out of there. The, process, the, the, the ticket is to get out of it. Escape it. Not to fix it. Not to fix it for the people to survive. It's to get out of it. I'm just letting you know, man. All right, listen, you might not agree with it. It's not the place to come back and help. It's death and despair. It is what it is. The only place you rehab it is to rehab it and make money from it. It is what it is. Don't let people guilt you into because you were able to escape. Come back. It's like a prison. When you escape prison, dude, would you come back and save ninjas that's in jail? Nope. All right, anyway, run away. Don't look back. Don't save the women. Don't bring the women up. As you elevate up, ninja, lead them back there because you can take the country out of the person. Wait, you can take the per person out of the country, but not the country out of the person. Leave they ass there where they was brought up and then just start your own little place. <laughs> All right, anyway, shout out to Jay Russ with the money for the collection plate. And I hope I don't miss my appointment. We running up here. A lot of people, and don't believe people that say you need to take care of people who can't take care of themselves. And you are not Robin Hood. You are not the savior. You are not black Jesus. You ain't black Superman, Ninja. You can only take care of yourself, all right? And when you get out of there, Ninja, do not look back. Ninja, if you want some five fried fish or, or some soul food or something, Ninja, Uber eats that bishop out of there. All right, you don't got to do it or learn how to cook it or something like that. But look, that's the end of the day's show. I got to really bounce, man. Thank you for the contributors to the day show. And I'm going to be back this evening. Shout out to the coach gang. Hit the like button on the way out. And we out of here. Peace.